Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Show podcast powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. Swampy Thursday. Oh, I got to officially issue a... Uh, this is a Swamp Ass Alert. Riz Show Swamp Ass Alert. Yeah. High of 103 today? Uh, 101 high. is what 101. I was seeing, but hey, it's going to feel it's like that 200 anyway. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Surface of the Sun. Oh, we'll be out and about uh, later this evening. <laughs> Correct. Out of Captain Jim's. Are we all wearing cut-off shirts tonight or... Uh... a leather jacket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Leather jacket. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Heck yeah, man. Like a real man. want to look rad. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to wear a cut-off shirt. Everything I'm going to wear tonight is going to be cut off. Yeah, Got new shorts? I'm, I'm removing sleeves. Yeah. Later this afternoon. Unbelievable. I'm looking forward to that. I think I did that last year, too. Mm, I do believe so. Yeah, you've done it a time or two, yeah. for sure. Captain Jim's, I mean, it's, it's a special broadcast. Mm. It is. In fact, they have a, a guy out front. The only thing he's counting is how many sleeves come in, and I think there's only yeah. like a dozen allowed at a time. Uh, Maybe eleven sleeves. Yeah, eleven yeah, yeah. sleeves. Right, well, I'll get circumcised before I go. Then right. <laughs> <laughs> I insist everybody that shows up doesn't have sleeves. See how many we can get. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. let's get as many sleeveless people out there as possible. For real. Maybe he, set some kind of Guinness record. Awesome. You got a snapping turtle? <laughs> sleeves across America. You're from Southern Illinois. You, you don't have a snapping turtle. Nah, nah. Okay, I just wanted to ask. You brought it up. Well, I had my snapping put, turtle. I had my put back on, but I'll take it off. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, snapping turtle. I was oh. part of that revolution. Is that what they call an uncircumcised penis? No, it's just uh, the first one I ever saw was it's my pretty buddies. accurate. Yeah, the first one I ever saw was my buddies, and I just remember I was like, you know, we were teenagers, and I went, "Holy smokes, it looks like a snapping turtle." Oh, more like an anteater. 
But to me, it was a snap. <laughs> yeah. Your penis is not wearing a, uh, yeah. a turtleneck, huh? <laughs> to this day, I, I remember. I remember hollering, hollering out loud, going, "Oh my oh. goodness, it looks just like Snappy Turtle." He's like, "That's the most Missouri country boy thing I've ever heard you yeah. say." I'm like, well, Let me yeah. see what a snapping turtle looks like. Okay. Well, it's pretty accurate, I will say that. <laughs> Having seen firsthand a snapping turtle up close and personal, pretty accurate. Have you been bitten by a... Almost. Uh, almost. <laughs> Noodling was popular. Oh my we God. called it hogging in okay, southern so Illinois. Noodling is like hand fishing? Yeah. 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 Okay. For catfish. Go wrong. Was, uh, For catfish. Yeah, there was Bucku Creek down by uh, southern Illinois, and I used to go out with my... Friend who also kept catfish in a above-ground swimming pool in his backyard mm. <laughs> so he could have fresh. This guy was crazy, man. He so, had a trailer with an above-ground pool, and he converted it into a live aquarium for catfish. Oh. Uh, he just filled it with a hose. Yeah, show him, like, retracting, though. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, we're, we're talking about he doesn't want to be messed with, so he's he's putting oh. his head back in the, uh, in the role. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. And then uh, Same guy I was talking about, sheath. though, man. He put his hand, you put your hand in a log to, like, grab. Big catfish would be sitting in, like, a hollow log or something. Doesn't it hurt? Like, I have a perfect uh, noodle hand. And it, I, I wasn't my cup of tea. I did it one time, and I was like, all right, I see what this is. I'm good. Because then I, he stuck his hand in a log and... Oh, we got bit? Snap turtle. Oh, jeez. What are we doing? <laughs> Did he lose the Is that a... Uh, is <laughs> it, uh, got him in the webbing. Is he that a break your skin? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those things are powerful. That's not the picture oh, of the yeah. show. They're called alligator snapping turtles. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah I remember dude, being a awesome. kid, and there was one in my grandma's garden, and she's out there, and she had me... She's like, can you move it out of here? And it was huge. It was probably about a foot... Like, the shell was about a foot long. And that thing weighed a million pounds, and I had to move it down thing, to the creek. Dude. It yeah. was uh, fun. No. The, the big, the big and badass ones. First of all, I mean, it they oh, can snap. They can snap so quick, it's bullet fast. Yeah, and you lose a finger. Oh, really? And yeah, and the and the bigger lose ones. Lose a finger style, huh? Oh yeah, and you the could. and the bigger oh. ones. The bigger ones have been around for a while, and they've been in those lakes and, and ponds and swamps Angry. and things, and they're they're super super greened. It's, you know, like there's like plant life Algae on the back of them. Yeah, so they they're hard to see sometimes. Yeah. And when you see one and you know what you're looking at, you're just like, oh, God, oh, God, well, lost listen, a toe. Sticking your hand in murky water just sounds like a bad idea. Yeah. I don't even want my feet in the water. Like, when you go floating, I mean, I, I, have you ever gotten your toes bit by a fish or no. anything? I have. Because mm -hmm. I, I always have my uh, toes painted up neon and stuff, so they're like, what's this? Oh, yes, bait. Shiny. Yes. Terrifying. Your patoots look like bait. For real. <laughs> Like a sparkly well, worm. Speaking of getting bit by stuff, uh, Cam OV headline: Be aware of brown recluse spiders moving inside as temps go up. We've been, believe. We've been seeing more of them, man. That's for sure. I don't know what they look like. Uh, I just brown, assume brown thin can be kind of big. You find a lot of their molts um, all over the place, and you think they're dead ones, but those are just those are just previous ones that are bigger now, and they got a little violin on the back. Sometimes they're called violin spiders. I thought that was the black widow. No, no, no. no. Black Widow has, is a oh, the very, hourglass. very black, yeah, it's a very black spider with an hourglass on okay, its Okay, hourglass on its tummy. is the Black Widow. Yeah, red, a red hourglass. That is, okay, so the brown recluse anything like it. Brown it's recluse. got a violin-shaped thing on its back. Yeah, let me show you. Um, oh, man, I'm not a spider guy. I'm Call not me either. a puss. No, it's I, fine. I, what I do, and I've tried to be more humane about it in the past, like the, even this week, 
big old brown spider was in my living room, and I thought, all right, here we go. I got a glass, get a glass, and then I got to find something sturdy to slide under the glass, and then I carry the mofo out to my garden where he belongs. Um, I have done that more, but man, if they're huge and they're vicious, they're getting stumped. Uh, so like a, like a wolf spider is like a darker brown yeah, and black, and, they, and on the br- the brown recluse has this weird, and I and I don't, I'm not a spider guy, so I don't know what these are called, but they almost have like a really noticeable, like two little army looking things right in front of their face. So if you see that and you and you look long enough and you see like an upside down violin on it, see this violin? See how it looks like a little violin with with the. Neck? I'm not getting that close. Well, I mean, I'm not getting that close. It's not so hard to. See them now. They're pretty good size. Yeah, they can be. See, oh, okay. Do you man. see what I'm talking about with the violin? I just so I, like the base of the violin starts at the head and goes back on the thorax. Or I just the hear these horror stories about somebody sticking their foot in a boot. Yeah, man. Yeah, I shake mine out every. I time. shake them out too. Like stick their foot. Like your 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 work boots are in the garage, yep. and you know you're leaving for work and you just stick your foot in the boot and you get. You see the you violin. Get bitten. Oh yeah, it's like a body, and then yeah. Again, I'm I like just like snakes. So, I'm going to assume that everything's poisonous. Same. And this is a wolf spider. <clears throat> you see how the wolf spider has like just like a particular stripe on it. Like sometimes they get mixed up if the wolf spiders are smaller. Like I've heard those called fuzzy. banana spiders too because they come in like bunches of bananas. Of bananas. No. What the wolf spider or the brown recluse? Whatever one? he's pointing at with the yellow stripe. Is that poisonous? The, the wolf, no. wolf spider? No, I get. No. Bit, I've been bit by wolf spiders. They're fine. They're oh. pretty cool. Would you ever hold They're a tarantula? Cool no, I, dude. When I was living in Valley Park, I was gardening one day, and I swear to you, one of those Missouri tarantulas was behind my grill. Oh, we got tarantulas here? Yes. And I'd never seen one before. This whole time? Nobody believed me when I said it was a tarantula. It's not as big as what you're thinking, but, Mm -hmm. like, it's bigger than your average spider. No kidding. I've never seen one here. I've only seen them in the West. Um, But, yeah, there's... I would would stay... We're in a place where you would you should stay educated. Sorry, mom, for this whole segment. By the way, I'm sorry. She's oh, a super dude. arachnophobe. Um, Listen to this that just came over. But I think you should stay educated enough on spiders just to know what you're looking at. Benjamin writes in: Brown recluse is about the size of a quarter. I only have 75% feeling of my left thumb and index finger because I got bit by one when I was six or seven on the webbing of my hand. Wow. Yeah, yeah no, they can be dangerous. We had a friend that uh, got bit on her calf. She was cleaning out her uh, her basement. Got bit on her calf. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure she was seen pretty uh, pretty early. It wasn't like something that like went on, but the flesh started eating away. Oh. It got worse and worse and worse. And the, whatever meds she was on like messed her up too. And then she fell and hit what her head. What do they call that? Necrosis. Like when your skin like starts, starts dying. Like, Arachnophosis. Dying. But yeah, it was like dude. flesh. Ooh, it wasn't just scale. skin. Yeah, it, it's grayscale. Yeah, grayscale, dude. <clears throat> oh, it's over, huh? Texas a, brown tarantula. See one of those? What is that? That's, That's the a, banana spider. Those uh, are huge. Like oh, yeah, we get orb weavers. They're harmless, but they're you they, find them big. all the time. They can bite though. That's it. Uh, they Texas live in Missouri. Brown tarantula. Texas yeah, brown now, tarantula. The Missouri Oklahoma one. I understand. Can I see? Yes, please. I understand what they do. They eat mosquitoes. They, eat, right, they have they their place. Mosquitoes. They have their place. Not in my house. Yeah, their place is under my boot. On our deck, we they're have. They're finna die. We have those types. They're in my house. We have those types of spiders, the orb weavers with the big old butts, you know, and the huge webs. Yeah. And uh, they make a web every single day, and they come out in the fall, or they get big in the fall, and we see them. And we leave them, dude, because they're awesome. Uh, they're 
awesome. You leave those things there, they are crushing mosquitoes out, out of your out of your zone. They are getting all sorts of stuff out of your zone. Yeah, yeah in an area don't need like to be that. in my house. Sure. And, and as long as they're in a good spot, you just leave them right. be. Yeah, but I had one and on every my day. They'll do another. They'll do another web. The nightly web was going down my steps. Uh, so sometimes I'd come home, it'd be night, oh, or I'd yeah. leave early in the morning, what? and then you walk, nothing ruins your day like walking into a spider web. Then it's on you somewhere. You want to see a grown man <laughs> completely lose all masculinity, <laughs> watch a grown man walk into a spider web. Yeah. Yeah, those are the best. Uh... <laughs> Jump your coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those are the best. Turn. Those yep. are the best doorbell uh, or ring doorbell videos. Guys walking through spider webs yeah, right there. Turn into a weak need. You leave your windows, your Coward. Jeep all open in your garage. And oh, that does happen. Uh, so get in there. So uh, I, yeah. I put the roof on last night, but it was off for 25 days. And don't think there wasn't a web or two in there. Right. Um, but that's also because I have like an old. Climbing up your leg. I got like an old webby garage. Yeah. So it's going to happen. Not a big deal. Oh, Scott sent over an article. Why you, why you need not fear the poor, misunderstood brown recluse spider. Hey, I'm not going to simp for brown recluse right now. It's no, hard it's... to think of a critter that inspires so much hyperbolic hysteria as the brown recluse spider. They're pretty much universally hated. If you believe the tales, these small arachnids are biting people all day, every day, producing massive, uh, stinking flesh craters <laughs> that require months of intensive care and perhaps a prosthetic appendage. Whoa. Sometimes it seems these spiders have nothing better to do than hunker down in the dark corners throughout North America, waiting for tender human skin to present itself. <laughs> yeah. Though there are strands of truth in the hype on the whole, it's bunk. Hmm. Uh, it is true, and this is from this article. It's true that some of the spider's bites lead to necrotic skin uh, lesions, but around 10% of them. The others, like the one at the right that show a picture, aren't that bad. The brown recluse only lives in a couple states, basically the warmer ones between the Rockies and the Appalachians. And they don't really want to bite you. It's actually not that easy for them. Uh, and it goes into... A lot of these brown recluses are not really brown recluses. There's some other spider. It's a mistaken identity thing. But again, if you're in my house, you're going to die. Mm. <laughs> yeah, if a Missourian sees a brown recluse, it's Whoa. a brown recluse. I mean, I mean, if, if a Missourian sees a brown spider, it's a brown recluse. Yeah. Here, here's what Matt just sent over. This is like a perfect example. This is exactly what you would see in your garage. It looks like, it, it looks like it's on concrete or something. Yeah. And here's the thing. I, I usually only see them. If I flip on a light and they're like going back into a light fixture or something, you know, oh, what I mean? like, like they're they're they not. Hide. I'm just saying, like they're, <laughs> now they're we not, know they're 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 around somewhere, ready to jump. And next time I go into the garage, it's gonna jump out and be a face hugger. I killed one yeah. just, and I and I hate to say I killed <clears> it because <throat> typically I'll let anything outside and even flies. Like I don't mess with them, but I don't want this thing in my master bathroom. And it was on the wall right behind the toilet, and I was like. Pff. This is, bad, place, this is a place. This is a place where my pants are off. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry, uh, friend. Can't be too he careful. He feels bad. He killed it. I don't like killing things. Dude, man. somebody just emailed. I would lose my mind. They said Missouri tarantulas are very real. They get very big. 17 years ago, I lived at Lake of the Ozarks. Went to the basement to see and what I thought was a wire. Until I got really close and realized it was a giant spider, I dropped a five-gallon bucket of paint on it, and legs came out all the sides. Yeah, man. Oh, oh that's a big spider, dude. Oh. If you're dropping a five-gallon Sherman Williams on something, and the legs are yeah, coming I'm out, done. I'm you done don't talking wanna, about this. Here you go. Yeah, here you, you go. don't want to smash those, though, because that My could be pregnant. hallucinations are going to be off the charts. Missouri tarantula. Oh, and have little spiders go everywhere? Yeah, oh, I've seen that. Yeah. Well, Lauren, there you go. We there's, were down in... There's photos. Yeah, man. We were down in Mexico on that's a mission trip. 
And uh, my buddy, he leaned up against a tree, and I guess there was like a nest of them or something. They all fell down and like landed in his glove. Everything. What? On Get top out of here! Of him. What? I'm not yeah. talking no, about this. No. I'm talking about something else. <laughs> all, right, all right. Sorry, ma. Sorry, ma. Clifton's okay. He didn't get bit. I want to talk about something else. I we have gone on enough where I have to text my mother to make sure she doesn't listen to the opening of <laughs> Thursday's podcast. Oh my <laughs> god! There she is. Skip She's, it, Ma. Mama Moon is punched out. Um, have we all quit jobs before? Yes. We've all quit a job. Mm-hmm. Have has your quitting been dramatic? Has it been contentious? Uh, depends on the job. Like, g- give me an example of a, a contentious quitting. Uh, I got on the loudspeaker at a hardware store. Get out of here. Did you really? On my way out, yeah. This guy was a... I don't know if you could say the word he was on the air, but he was a jerk. The guy that okay. owned it was a total jerk. And he treated... I mean, he made cashiers cry every day. This guy was like a tyrant that owned this hardware store. So he was the owner, not just the manager. He's the guy that and owned it. He was the it. owner. and he it was, was like a mom and pop kind of place? Kind of. It was a true value, but it was like privately owned yeah, in, yeah. in between Murfreesboro and... Uh, Carbondale, Illinois. It was one of my first jobs. And, you know, I'm like outside and like Christmas time, I was working in the lawn and garden department, hanging up Christmas trees. It's freezing cold. Like it was just like a tough job. I had like went out on a delivery with like all these bricks in the back of a thing. And then a guy cut me off and I had to slam on the brakes and all the bricks went through the back windshield and almost crushed me. And this guy, like, came out, and he didn't even ask if I was okay. Wow. He, he, like, came out to the accident site, and he was just like, what'd you do to my truck? Nice. And I was like, cool, bro. And then he was just, he made, like, a few people cry. I mean, he would tell, he literally would tell people they were worthless, like, employees and oh, stuff. Wow. And then when I quit. Like, what could you I do? I got on the phone, on the loudspeaker, and. Let everybody in the store know who owned the store and what kind of guy he was. And well, what could you do? To piss off as a cashier or somebody who works at a hardware store for a man to tell you you're useless. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. He was just, a, this guy was just a jerk. He was just like an absolute horrible human being. Like, ah. he was not a cool guy. He was never nice. He just treated It was like, like his garbage. little kingdom, and he ruled with an iron fist, and like, he just was mean. And uh, I remember he said something to me, and I chucked a ladder down a down a uh, aisle of Christmas lights. Mm. It was Christmas time. A lot of show. I took a lot of them out with me, and then I popped on the phone and... And did it. Gave him the old razzle-dazzle on the way out, let everybody know what a piece of crap he was, and all the cashiers were applauding on my way. Oh, wow. Hero. Was it a slow clap? No, uh, like another person quit with me. Uh, it's like, you know what? You're right. You're a hero. She, another lady walked out with me. Oh, was it a who's coming with me situation? Jan. I didn't even try. Jan. Who's didn't coming with to. me? Thank you, Jan. Uh, it was a, I mean, that was probably the most dramatic exit. Every job I've I've quit, and I've, I've quit a couple jobs, uh, it's, it's no drama. Like, it's been kind of respectful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess we're, you know, I've uh, got another yeah. job or... Uh, you know, we're done here. Mm-hmm. It's a drama for me, I guess, uh, that Kmart one I told you about. I just told you about it a couple of weeks ago again. When they, uh, when they, everybody said I could keep my earring. <laughs> I just stretched it. I just stretched it. Now I got a, a gauge six plug. I don't want to take it out. It hurts too bad, man. And, you know, Terry back in the, in the training department said it was fine. I watched the training video, went up. This guy told me I had to take it out. Couldn't and put I, a band-aid over it? No, no. He was like, no, you have to take it out. And I was like, dude, 
this is not this was not the deal, not what I signed up yeah. for. And I did like a four hour shift and had a break. And I just never came back. I'm still on break. I'm still waiting for you. Still on break. Came out. Punch out. Never punched out. Huh? Be no, sweet. I shouldn't have done that either. I feel a little guilty about that now. But yeah, like, it's uh, a, a, you know, a douche. It's a douche move. Mm-hmm, yeah. But when you're younger, you don't you don't think about. I just did. I, I was like, man, you know what? They, they probably haven't even like put in the paperwork yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think this is gonna be a big hassle for them. The weird thing is, I, my mom was like uh, working in the food court because she was just looking for something to do during the summers because she was a teacher. Yeah. It was before she retired, so she was she was working at the food court. I was like, hey, I'm gonna go out to the car for my first break. You didn't even tell your mom that you quit and she worked there. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think I wanted to make a sound. I don't think I decided until I was sitting in the car uh, on break, and I was like, I and I put I my earring back in. I was like, it hurts. Everything's throbbing. The only other one was a shoe store that uh, a shoe store that made me do a a nine hour or ten hour shift or something on Saturdays, and they said, hey. You're gonna you're gonna be needed tomorrow nine o'clock or uh, for another nine hour shift. I was like, ah, I, can't, I, I can't do that, man. I ain't no Al Bundy. You're no. gonna have to do it. I was like, mm, I can't I can't do that. I can't do it. I think you'll be fine without me. Learn any drama while quitting? No, always ended politely yeah, and respectfully. Me too. I, I I'm I I feel weird that I don't have any good stories of quitting, Scott. Yeah, I believe all mine were pretty kosher. There was one that I guess the most interesting way I left a job. Is whenever um, Moon called me on a Wednesday and asked, "Hey, would you like to do merch for my band?" and I said, "Yeah," and he's like, "Okay, we'll be in St. Louis on Friday, so you got to start then." <laughs> and this was a full time job, all that kind of stuff. So I went in the next day. I was like, "Hey guys, I'm putting in my uh, rest of the day notice, and I'll be done with the working here. I'm going to be on the road." And they actually said they wrote a letter, or whatever, said that I was eligible for retirement, and I really appreciated oh, my well, time. Oh, nice. well, they were cool. cool. Yeah, that's they cool. were really cool about yeah, it. Nice. And they're nice like, go, when, go live your dreams. They were all excited. It's for nice me. when they're understanding. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, when I worked at McDonald's, when I did my, you know, when I was in the service <laughs> at McDonald's. Uh, Thank you for your service, man. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, you know, when you, when you're 15, 16 years old, <clears throat> I'm sure the general manager knows this is not going to be a career. Right. Eventually. Yeah. Eventually, he's going to leave us. Yes. You put in your two weeks, <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's it. I feel yeah. like I've been hearing more and more stories about, I feel like people stop putting in their two weeks because jobs started getting vindictive. Like, you, they are always like, the right thing to do is put in your two weeks, and you put in your two weeks, and like, you're no longer needed. You get taken off the schedule. Yeah. You're like, well, now you took, I started, the, I made this other job say I couldn't start for two weeks to be loyal to you. Yeah. And now you just rewarded my loyalty by cutting me because you're mad I'm leaving. Yeah, yeah who, like thought of the, who thought of the two weeks thing? Well, uh, I understand yeah. the idea behind it where you could train somebody to come in, take your position, <coughs> and help them out. Oh, we could do that in a week. Yeah, or in a day. We could do that in a week. Gives ample time to adjust the change and to plan accordingly. That might include hiring a replacement and training your replacement. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Well, I, I guess that's the thing to do. Yeah. And McDonald's, you know, I put in my two weeks. <laughs> Enough time to train the next cashier. Right. Next to grill attendant. Well, there is a new trend with uh, younger folks where they are capturing themselves, quitting their job, and posting the videos on social media. Oh. Yeah. Which, hey, dummies, would you want to have a quitter video in your Google search forever? Bad move. Bad move. Bad move. What do we know, though, Riz, but bad move. 
Mm. Right? Like, I mean, I, this is, we're, we're having the, the, the conversations with our kids about social media. Yeah. And just about like, hey, man. This is going to be forever. Yeah. And like, I'm not saying that you guys are, are, are not the greatest, smartest kids ever. But just don't forget, like, your kids. And we all went through this and we made dumb decisions. That's part of it. You're supposed to. Please make a dumb decision. This is what you will do. Anticipate it. Oh, yeah. But you don't want to remember that forever, man. Yeah, you hope that dumb decision is just a here and gone thing. Lesson learned, fine. Right. Not right. going to follow me for the rest of my life. Yeah, and I was like, if you're if you're used to docking everything here, whew, yeah, hiring. You're you know, be bummed at yourself. You know, when you're when you're up for a job, the first thing they do is Google your name. Yep. Imagine so, if it was the, the reverse of that too. Like, imagine if there were managers out there being like, check out my firing video. <laughs> and they just like we're live streaming firing people. You, we would burn that person at the stake. Hey, Jim makes a great point here. He says he doesn't offer us two weeks because a job wouldn't do that. A job doesn't say, hey, we're firing you. You got two weeks. Yeah. Get out. That's a good point. Some people have that. I'm just saying, like, that was kind of what I was always told growing up. It was like, if you're going to quit a job, you put in your two weeks. That, that way you leave on good terms. You'll get a good reference. It was all of these things that were being kind of lorded over you. Like, if you don't do this, you won't get a good reference, and then you'll have a gap in your job history and all this stuff and then like people start putting in their two weeks and they'd be like yeah we don't need you today's well, your last day and i'm like well now seems like if you're just trying to get your next paycheck you're better off to just like tell them on friday well even out. the whole job reference thing has changed sure. because now you can't call a former employer and ask about their performance oh like, that's right. like so a former employer can't talk like let's say you mm -hmm. left on bad terms yeah I can't call your former employer and ask what the story was. You can ask if you would rehire that person, though. Yes. Why? When did this happen? It's. Uh, I think it's a couple it's been of years policy now. For a while, yeah. yeah like, did learn work, you know, at Payless. Yes. Did she work here I these wish. dates? Yeah. September. You, you can get start. I don't even know if that's a question you, you can, can ask. You can ask. Can you rehire? You can ask. Did they work there? Did they work there for these dates? So September 2011 to October 2013 or whatever. To confirm your resume. To confirm, confirm yeah. your resume and you're not, don't have job gaps. And then you can ask, uh, would you consider rehiring this person? I think that was the only three. Because when I used to check applications at the bar that I managed, that was the only three questions I was pretty much hmm. allowed to ask. Yeah. So you can't really, you can't do a deep dive. Are you a reference for a lot of people like, do people ask you to be a reference? Yeah, on yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm glad to. And I'm, I'm glad to as well. I never get called, though. I was going to say, I've, I've been a reference I have, a lot of I times. I have uh, uh, maybe once or twice. Yeah. I think I've been called once, forever ago. Once, maybe. Yeah, never. I put my name they, down. I don't think, it, I don't think uh, they have any calls. a fake one for somebody? Pro probably because of what you're saying. Like, they can't. what are they going to ask anyway? Right. Yeah. No, nobody's doing those calls. A yeah. character reference is usually what yeah. I get added to. They're like, hey, will you... Uh, Talk Speak highly of me. Absolutely. Sure. Let's go. You ever done a fake one for a friend? I've done a few. Oh, no, I never have. Yeah. <laughs> I've had friends be like, hey, man, I put you down. I said you were my manager. And <laughs> oh, that, like George Costanza, Vandalay Industries. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they were like, I said you were my manager at, uh, for these dates. If you get a call. And I'm like, all right. I'll get a call. And like, I don't know. This, this whole thing is just another. You don't have to put everything online. Right. Like, here's one. Here's an example. Somebody... Uh, one posted a TikTok where this woman quits her social media job. And it, it, it there's no drama here, but... Hi. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Good. Or not? I can't say it. 
I don't know how to say it. I know. I knew it was coming when you said that. I'm going to cry. <laughs> it's, look, if it's what you feel like you need to do, then it's I fun. totally get it. We will be so sad and we'll miss you. But I'm excited for you and you'll do awesome. I, I don't know what quitting goes like that. But I, I guess it's that's... The kind you orchestrate for social media. I guess yeah, so. No kidding. <laughs> a social media company. Up. Yeah, for a social media company. Yeah. Well, no, it sounds like everybody knew what was going to be coming, right? Like mm -hmm. that. To me, that sounds like a normal. I mean, yes, it could be staged, but it sounds like a normal thing. Like if you are already kind of putting out the vibes that, like, not disrespectfully, but like people can tell when you're you're maybe wanting to move on in your career. Again, I just wouldn't want. A quitter video in my Google search forever. To tell you the That's truth, it almost sounded like the one guy was happy to hear the news. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, cool. We're going to fire you anyway. We're going to be so made this sad. a lot easier. Ha. I mean, we're going to be bummed for Now, days. there are some very famous. Oh, yes. There are some very famous uh, uh, quittings done on uh, either video or, or audio. Now, Rafe quit over a loudspeaker. There are a couple people at Walmart who had quit over loudspeakers. Yeah. Attention, Walmart shoppers and associates. My name is Beth from Electronics. I've been working at Walmart for almost five years, and I can say that everyone here is overworked and underpaid. We're told that we're replaceable. This company treats their elderly associates like to Jared, our store manager, you're a pervert. Greta yeah. and Kathy, I hope yeah. you can speak to your families the way you speak to us. Manage it and this job, I quit. Yep. Good for her. Yeah. Jared, you're a pervert. Jared, That's you're scorched pervert. earth. Good for her. Keeping it real. That was pretty similar. Okay, here's I didn't say he was a pervert, but I, I definitely let people know what kind of person he was. Here's another one at Walmart. Attention, all Walmart shoppers, associates, and managers. My name is Shauna from Cap 2, and I just want to come on here and say Henry is a racist, stinky oh. prick. Giovanna is racist. Elias is a prick of a manager. This company fires black associates for no reason. This company treats their employees like Especially Cap 2 and Jimmy from Sporting Goods, Joseph the cashier, Larry from Garden Center. You are all perverts. And I hope you don't talk to your daughters the way you talk to me. Shout out to Ariel. Love you for getting me this job a year ago when I needed it most. The managers, his company, his position, that big lazy Chris Price. I quit. Oh, Chris Price. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Yo, who, who's that Cheryl that got the shout out? Cheryl's yeah. over there going, hey, shut up. Don't say my name, <laughs> yeah, stupid. Yeah, I'm, still, I'm trying to stay. <laughs> shout out to Cheryl. <laughs> a lot of perverts working at Walmart. <laughs> yeah. uh, There's Jared and Chris. Yeah. It sounds like, I feel like one of these girls heard the other girls. And it's uh, yeah, they're right. about a year yeah. apart. Pretty scripted. One was one felt like it followed the other script. <laughs> I must say, no though, shout outs. Aside from the profanity that like they use, I think it like what an effective way to go. You know, scorched earth. What's scorched wrong with earth. the profanity? Well, no, just for like the customer. Like I'm just thinking, like I I want these girls to be looked at for what they're saying, not focused on like the profanity. Mm. And sometimes when you use that, people start focusing. Well, that's you know, my son was in I'm the Walmart. I'm focusing on Chris and Jared being perverts. Right. Yeah. Same. Uh, Chris in the Garden Center, you're a pervert. All right. Yeah. All right. I don't know. I kind of like that they're dropping some profanity. It's Walmart. It wouldn't be the first time. Uh, this was a clever one. Uh, a guy quit his job, and he brought a marching band with him. Oh. Nice. Yeah. I think this was at a hotel. 
So this guy quitting with a marching band. Guys, what is this? Guys, hold you out right now. Jared, I'm here to tell you that I'm... So, so it, and it goes, Jared can't catch a break in he, this so he So this guy goes up to the manager... And he's got a band with him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so at the beginning is the manager going, get, get out of here. Yeah. What, what's like, happening? Like marching band, not rock. Guys, what is this? Guys, hold you out right now. Jared, I'm here to tell you that I'm quitting. Joey quits. Joey, I thought they said Nolan. Man. That's great. Oh, that was, was it Nolan? I thought Joey. I, I think it was Joey Nolan Joey. just quit. Joey, Joey, Joey Nolan. Maybe it was Joey Nolan. Maybe they both. Shout out to Nolan. Yeah. Nolan. Who got me this job. That's how Nolan Ryan quit the Astros. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. So that's, uh, he gets points for creativity there for sure. I love that, and, dude. I've always dreamed of having like a four top style backup singers to quit a job. That'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> have a marching band in your back pocket to call. That's Jared, true. you're a pervert. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> just backing you up, everything you say, be like, F you, Jared, you're a pervert. Jared likes to touch you. Just having him in the background, that would be awesome, dude. Can you imagine just like four really cool black dudes in like uh, nice suits? Right. Yeah. Oh, man. I would love it. Boys to Men comes out of retirement. Yeah, that would be awesome. It's the end of the road. <laughs> of the yep. job. Yeah, dude. Just yeah. put in your... Just, <laughs> Go in there and tell people what you think about them, and then have somebody like reinforce the message. Mm. <laughs> and that's what cool this guy Motown did. Motown way, that'd be awesome. I mean, this guy went the marching band route. I like that, but he gets uh, he definitely gets points for creativity for sure. Now there is the reporter, the TV reporter who quit oh, man. during the broadcast. Oh, this the, is this the one in Alaska? Yes, <laughs> this is the one who quit. Live on TV. Now, everything you heard is why I, the actual owner of the Alaska Cannabis Club, will be dedicating all of my energy toward fighting for freedom and fairness, which begins with legalizing marijuana here in Alaska. And as for this job, well, not that I have a choice, but I quit. Yeah. All right, we apologize for that. <laughs> and we wish her uh, luck in her, future, <laughs> in her future weed endeavors. I, if, I, if, I, if I remember correctly, so she quits during the report. This is a reporter. I guess the president of the Alaska Cannabis Club, and she's going to focus all her efforts on legalizing marijuana in Alaska. So she, F and I quit, and they cut to the two anchors at the desk <laughs> who are stunned. Right. <laughs> stunned. Let's, let's listen to that again. Not that I have a choice, but I quit. I'm out. All right, we apologize for that. We'll be we'll be right back. <laughs> uh, pardon for us. Meanwhile, the vote yes on two campaign held a fundraiser last night with Gary Johnson. Go to commercial. Go to commercial. Go to commercial. Go to commercial. <laughs> Wait, no. We don't have we it. Got another video package right now. We don't okay. have it. <laughs> Dang, dude. And meanwhile, four months later, it was legal and she was looking for a job. Again. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, probably the most famous. Oh, the best. The most famous quitting on air. And Lauren, you've heard this. Scott, I know you've heard this. The one that I feel Moon. is honestly the most genuine. If any, if any of them have to, you know, if there's a competition for genuine points, this one is, uh, this one is Hall of Fame. Mm. You can't beat yes. it. This yes. is the, this, <laughs> this is the Gretzky marks. Really? Uh, oh yeah. 
Oh yeah, this is this is the most famous uh, radio quitting I think in the history of oh, yeah. of. Oh, it's on the radio. Of, oh yeah, oh yeah. This is in the voices. Uh, this this voice right here is in the head <laughs> of every DJ out there that's having a really bad day because of their bosses mm -hmm. or whatever. This is the this is their conscience speaking. Yep. So yeah, it's up there. So this is a woman who's doing a music shift, and I think it's in Baton Rouge. I'm oh I'm I'm. Somewhere down south, at a radio station down south. I, I think she says it in the, in the beginning. Maybe. And her name is, she goes by Inetta the Mood Setter. Yes. Nice. <laughs> and she is not happy. She, she, set, set setting mood. Mood. she sets the mood She's here, here, baby. She's here to set the mood. Inetta the Mood Setter. Is there a Jared in this clip? Uh, there's no Jared. All right. <laughs> she does name check, I believe, a couple people, if I'm not mistaken. I don't remember that. But oh. here is Inetta the Mood Setter coming out of a song. Like as if she's a regular doing a regular music shift on a an urban station. It's soundbite worthy. I mean, these sound bites are everywhere. So she comes out of a song, she plugs the morning show, and then quits. Here's Inetta, the mood setter. The big station, 93BLX. It is the Gulf Coast number one for hip-hop and R&B. And now with Ray Ray and Miranda, the home team in the morning. Do it to it. What better song to do it to it? It's I Netta the Mood said it. And I told you I had a very important announcement. And here it is. I refuse. I refuse to walk around and watch people on my job, looking over my shoulder. People lying to me. People talking about me. It's ridiculous. It is sad. I can't take it. I'm not going to take it. I don't have to take it. I'm not a dummy. I know how I'm to find another dummy. job. But I refuse to walk around people. You can say what you want to say about me. And if you see me on the street, I'll let you know whatever you want to know. But I refuse. For the last six years, I made $6 an hour. That ain't nothing. I just got a raise after six years. I know I'm qualified, and after saying this, I don't care if I ever get another job in radio, period. It does not matter to me. But we, I never will not be setting the mood at BLX no more. I refuse to walk around with people that'll speak to you. Hey, I never. But then as soon as you walk by that bitch, I will not do it to myself anymore. So if you're confused about what I'm saying, listen very carefully. I quit this bitch. On the big station, 93 BLX. <laughs> Into a sweeper. Pensacola, Florida, and Mobile, Lower bitch. Alabama's <laughs> number one station. I quit this bitch. Is that like Gulf Shores area? Yeah, it's yeah, the Gulf, Gulf Coast. Shores. Serving the Gulf Coast, Gulf Coast for over 25 years. That is so good. I made six Donna. Didn't you and Woody used <laughs> to have that as your outro? Oh, yeah, yeah. I quit this bitch. Yeah. Yeah, we tried to get in touch with her. Uh, people offered her jobs. Good. And I thought I read something not too long ago where she may have gotten herself in some kind of trouble with the mm. law. Mm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that is the most famous of all quittings. Live on the air. I netted the mood setter. Who will not be setting the mood anymore? Hmm. Yeah, you know, in radio, you have to... It, it all. It always happens so fast. Like, you know, when people get fired, 
because they don't want you to do something like that. So there's always like, it's always very swift. It's always a Friday. It's always after your show or before your show that you're fired. Oh, yeah. You're usually fired. Yeah. If, you, if you've been fired from a radio job, they, you don't usually get a, oh, you do one last. No. One last. Very rarely. One last, but very rarely. Like, uh, I mean, and there's been a lot of people, even in this building, who have moved on to different things. And management's been like, we trust that you won't light anything that on fire. That is super rare. It is super rare, though. So anytime you hear a disc jockey who has gotten that opportunity, know that they are within good standings. Yes. And, they, and they're trusted to do that because it is a rarity. That Nine times out of ten, you'll be walked right, oh, yeah. right out of the parking lot. Yep. We will get your stuff for you. Yep. You don't even have time to go back to your desk. Right. We will get your stuff. Mm-hmm. And we'll meet you in the parking lot. Exactly. They do that with, with sales here, too. Mm-hmm. With the sales department. Well, they that's walk little, you that's, right out. That's a little different. Well, yeah, they don't want you grabbing files and stuff. Yeah. Right, right, right. It's always swift. Always swift. But I know the mood setter. That's why they also don't have, uh, if you notice, uh, studio doors. They don't have locks on the inside. Mm-hmm. Well, Can't lock the door. Oh, a couple, right. couple reasons for that, too. We know those stories. There's, there's been particular DJs that have locked that door and decided to play what they want to play. Right. Mm. Yes, yes. And these are the public airwaves. You can't take them hostage like that. No. So. No, so yeah, door, uh, broadcast studio doors don't have locks. Right. That you could lock from the inside. But, yep, yeah, I netted the mood setter. Mm. I'm trying where to find you out, at? I'm trying to find out where she is right now, and I can't get I don't know. I don't know her Instagram right now. How's she doing? Um. Midday soiree with Inetta the Mood Setter, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Central Time. Oh, she's back on the air. When was that posted? Uh, I mean, this was May 16th. Oh, good for her. Uh, Inspire you on air. I can't tell if it's like an internet on air situation or if she's actually on airwaves, but she's still broadcasting somewhere. Oh, so that's nice to hear. Yeah. And that was that was back at 06. When she uh, refused to set the mood anymore, that's well, nice to see. Nice to see that she she landed on her feet. Yeah, continued. Continued on. And you know what? Like, I feel like radio personalities, you gotta have some. You have to have a bit of an edge to where you're not afraid to speak your mind. Otherwise, why would you do this? Sure. And so she's in. She's right in that vein of an air personality for sure. I know. Uh, Moon was talking about him quitting Kmart because you know he had his uh, you know ear stretchers in. Gauges. Call those gauges. Yeah, oh yeah, I had some like I had like stretch. I had used the taper and stretched it and put in some like a. I think I had like a four or a two plug in How, there. I don't know. Is it, is it the the smaller the number, the bigger the? the yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The bigger the hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was trying to get. I think Just I got zeros. down to zeros. Yeah, yeah or, or you have itty bitty little earlobes though. Well, thank you. Yeah, like I mean, I you that, really. I don't know if that's a compliment. They, they closed up. That's for sure. I got big old doughy ear. This, <laughs> well, I, I, this one closed up to. I I can still fit a pencil through this one. This, yeah. is, this is this one that I stretched Ugh. at Kmart. Blah. Blah. <laughs> I had an eight gauge needle Blah. pop my ears to get them started, oh, so they will never go Blah. back. So whenever I wear like dangling yeah. earrings, they're always like droopy. I started at the sixteen <laughs> or the eighteen. For real. I dangle for real. Yeah, like Riz, like when, when you get, when you go to Claire's and you, yeah, get, yeah. And you get it's you like get that's, the gun. That's like a sixteen or an eighteen or something. It's just a, yeah, just a little poke. Yeah, so an eight gun. gauge is up. Yeah, so Ooh, when you get down to four, I'm I'm basically Ooh, just crushing savage. up my cartilage here. I'm just destroying the thing. And then this guy, this guy was like, "You got to take that out, son." I was like, "No, I can't do it." Well, my when my wife pierced the top of my ear, yeah, like the cartilage up on the top she of my ear, she got to do that for you. Wow, uh, dude, yeah, that's it was gnarly. And that's you, hardcore. You hear the crunch? Yeah, that's a big crunch. You hear yeah. the pop Damn. when it goes through that. That's not. Did she have a gun? No. Like a, how'd she do? Just 
Needle and Ice. No, don't do that. Dang. Oh, don't we did it. That. We did it, and it got infected. Done been done. Worth it. It got infected. I did that with my uh, <laughs> belly button. I, ha- I let my friend Meg pierce my belly button when I was really? like 15. What an idiot. <laughs> you know, we're like down in my mom's basement. Here, sterilize it on the on the candle. Okay, great. Put that needle, the sewing needle, through my skin on my belly. Oh, yeah. I, Idiots. Top or no. bottom? Top. Yeah, top. we had, yeah, sterilize the needle on the stove until it's glowing red hot. Yeah. Man. Good enough. Yikes, man. Let's go into the bathroom it's to go. Saturday. Here, she, yeah. How big was the Playboy bunny belly button ring in the 90s? <laughs> oh, my God. My God. It was the hottest thing ever. Holy moly. Hot that pink. was that and the little Playboy bunny sticker when girls would go tan. Oh, yeah. Like on their hip. Those, they were giving to show you like how yeah, tan yeah. they'd got. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You remember no, that? I, I, I bring it up because yesterday was, Woo! I forgot, and I forgot to mention Exciting times. Yesterday was International Body Piercing Day, so. Uh, oh, we forgot to talk about oh. it. Yeah, well, yeah. I forgot to mention What have you had to pierced? What's your body piercing? Just my two ears and, and my. Uh, cartilage? Cartilage, Uh-oh. which was. I had septum. Horrible. Had the 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 Godsmack middle of the lip chick. Oh, really? Now I had that uh, in for like a Labre. Yeah. Or not, Labre's down here. This was like literally right underneath my bottom lip. Oh. Had my, had a nose ring and they all lasted for like 24 hours because the lip was so, you couldn't eat. You know, and I was, I couldn't sleep. I'm a belly sleeper. I was like, this is absurd. My college roommate and I went and got our lips pierced. I took mine out after 48 hours. And you don't have the hole? Uh-uh. Oh, I have like nice. a little itty bitty oh, scar. I still got the Lebray hole. I mean, big. Oh, I mean, yeah. if I clean what? shave, you, you Lebray, see it right it's here. like down right, like in between your lip and your chin. Right there. Oh, it's like but a Prince Albert. Hot, dude. Moon, didn't you have a good size one? Yeah. I had a, a, a standard size. I don't know what the right. heck it was, 10 or 12 or something like that. But I remember um, I had it for years, dude, years. And uh, there's probably some old band photos with it. And it was pretty normal. I didn't think about it too much. And um, not, not a bad healing process, nothing. And then I was at the dentist, and the, the dentist goes, what the hell is this, man? And I said, oh, it's a, you know, Lebray piercing or whatever. And he goes, uh, look what it's done to your gums. It had worn my gums off of the bottom of my teeth. And I oh, go, yeah. oh, I go, oh, oh, shoot. If I take that out, how long does that take to come back? And he goes, never. It's oh, gone. Yeah. You've it's ruined done. it. And I was like, oh, okay. Took it out. I took it out right then. I was like, oh, I don't want to yeah. make it worse. Well, I just remember after getting the cartilage, you know, pierced and rolling over on my over my side, you know, you hit that. Your ear hits the pillow and it's yeah, man. wake you up and and then it started to swell and there was like a little ball like mm. a scar like, tissue. Like, no, it was like a, like whatever infection. Oh god, Ew, man, come on. Oh, god, awesome. This was a, this was a what, bad what, idea. Again, guys, this look cool. Again, we as teenagers, all of us. I'm not talking to you teenagers now. I'm talking about all of us. We make strange decisions, yeah. poor decisions. Well, it's I just okay. remember going, I to my, going to my room and going, "Look, all right." I couldn't get to Iron Age fast enough to get my car to get my uh, septum pierced. Did you go full bullring? Um, I yeah. Well, I did the one where you or could the... flip it up, so it had like the t- it was a it wasn't it was like a horseshoe, and because my parents were really adamant about not having facial piercings on my face, and so you could flip up that septum where you couldn't see. Oh, you couldn't it. see it. And so, um, but man, they take that you know they pull your your septum down, oh, and stab through, and your eyes immediately oh, start watering. No. I don't like this. Mm. And then you feel like you got boogers in your nose for the rest of your time that you got it in there. And how long did you have it in for? Not very long. 
probably like a week or was two. It, was it pain? It was just so painful. Anytime you touch the the ball of your nose, I mean, it just, oh, it was so painful. Did it look painful. cool? It, look cool. Awful. How, it looked how, cool. How, how cool I look right now? <laughs> it looked really cool. What else? Your eyebrow? No, never went eyebrow. I was going to say, that's the face destroyer. At least Wasn't for, that the one that people were getting like droopy eyes from? Yeah, it's oh, yeah. Really? A lot of my buddies had that. <laughs> it's like a nerve on your eyebrow. Some people got like eyebrow piercings, I think, and they went like, they went like full... Forrest Whitaker. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got a droopy eye, huh? I know a couple guys oh, that still cool. something. <laughs> look cool. No, dude. How cool I look right now? You look like ghost dog. Dude, there was this dude. There was this dude in high school that had a few of them, and he always had the heavy ones. And I swear, not only was he kind of like drooping them because of the weight, but after he took them out, he looked different. Yeah. Oh, it never came something, back, huh? Something Whoa. was different. You have to get Almost a like there's consequences left. for your actions. Or something. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's weird. I don't like that. I mean. The tongue ring was the one I never understood because I'm like, what? You know, Marlon was roasting Darnell when he came in here for being the last black guy with the tongue ring. And Darnell is the guy from uh, Helium who great guy. The comics. Yeah, great guy who brings uh, the comics to, to, you know, when they visit. That's like saying, like, I got a tattoo. Where is it? It's on the inside of my eyelids. Only I can see it. I'm like, okay. Did it hurt? Oh, hurt like hell. Or the the tattoo in the on your lip, you oh, have to pull your yeah. lip open. Oh, uh, we had an old intern. We had an intern that did that. Oh yeah, uh, nine. Right? Yeah, nine. Uh, yeah, he tattooed was... nine on the inside of his lip. That's actually kind of cool. I saw a funny TikTok the other day about uh, the girl from 2010 who's got a mustache on her finger. Oh, just when that just was a big joke, and she's yeah. like, hee hee hee. <laughs> and then people like it started to wear on people pretty quickly, and I was like, I knew like five people that got that tattoo. Five girls that had like little mustaches on their fingers. Yeah, then I got to regret that. No. I mean, it's whatever, but. Yeah, but that skin is so weird and like thin, it doesn't hold that stuff very well. So typically, I mean, you can fades. get good ones. It fades, so then you just look like you have dirty hands all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like it's the joke is right at the first maybe year yeah, or two. Yeah, yeah, you get four months out of this. <laughs> Amanda on instant feedback says, my tongue ring eroded away the gum on the back of my bottom tooth. This was early 2000s. Eventually had to get a root canal Dang. on that tooth. Then recently had the tooth pulled. Now I have braces. Yeah, man, don't Dang. play with your mouth. I'm that telling you. I, just well, from my LeBray thing, like don't play with your mouth. Not, he, that I, not that I thought of doing it, but a tongue ring, you know, for somebody who wants to go into broadcasting. Oh, yeah. Why why do something that would affect your speech? And also, was it so Welcome sexually arousing? Like, was that because that was always the thing? Like, oh, he's got a tongue ring, or she's oh. got a tongue or ring. Oh, tongue oh, ring. Oh. <laughs> you sound like this. Hey, hey, it's it's the Riz show. Well, no, you have that Welcome weird. You have that weird. <laughs> you have that weird lisp too. Yeah, yeah, dude. That's why I don't. My front <laughs> teeth need. We didn't have money for orthodontics, and my front teeth like overlap a little bit. Your teeth look straight. Well, let's see those. Do it. Well, yeah, no, let's see here. This tooth kind of comes out over yeah. the other one. Yeah, for yeah, no tell. orthodontic work. For no orthodontic work, I'm lucky. But <clears throat> I wanted to get that fixed, and the guy's like, oh, braces for like two years as an adult. And I'm like, in comedy? No. <laughs> you think I'm going? And then radio, too. Like, okay, what's up, guys? Yeah, yeah. Early morning. And just like the whole. So I guess I'm just not going to do it. Maybe I'll do some Invisalign. I did. That's what I did. I did that uh, two years ago, Invisalign. Or as I like to call it, Invisalign. Yeah. Branding. I like it. Anybody here get their junk pierced? No. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it, Scott. Yeah, yeah, of course. That was like the only one I have. I can't believe in this room out of five people, nobody considerate? No. No That was a huge thing back in the day. Getting my... 
Clitoris pierce? No. Well, I don't know necessarily. Well, you, that was your choice. Piercing. I just said anywhere. It could have been your labia. It could have been, uh, you know, anywhere. It could have been... Uh, yeah, no thanks. Well, yeah, I think if it's messing been, up your, uh, your mouth, what, what about nipple do? piercings? Anybody in the reward thing? I, I, Jeff, Jeff did. It lasted Jeff a week. Did. I would get a nipple piercing. Was it a punishment? Or yes, yes, it yeah, was yeah, a punishment. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But he, li he liked it. I would, he but did. like... Oh, but he liked oh, it. Oh, man, it has to hurt so bad. It fell bad. out. It, uh, you know what? I've you had, did it in studio. I have, uh, I've known oh. a, a couple guys to get the Prince Albert and nipple tattoos, and everyone that had the nipple tattoo said it was far worse. Said the nipple was worse than the... Yeah. And the Prince Albert thing... Oh, the nipple piercing, not nipple tattoo. Oh, what I say? Tattoo? Nipple tattoo. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, I, Scott and I have nipple tattoos. Sorry, sorry. N yeah, nipple piercing. Nipple Everybody tattoos. said the nipple piercing is worse. Although the dudes that had the Prince Albert, uh, the one guy that, that, that took it out, was always bummed because he always had to hold the second hole uh, when he, when he, went, to he went to the bathroom. Yeah, it cause whistled. Because it, it would whistle. Well, in America. Because <laughs> it would whistle. Damn. <laughs> in America, it's called the Dick Cheney. Actually, a lot of people uh -huh. don't know that. I'm afraid, like, I don't know That's if, like, funny. I would have met a guy who had a Prince Albert if that would have been a turn on for me because I would afraid I would be afraid it would get, like, stuck. Like, especially if you have an IUD or something. Uh, yeah, uh, there's, like, a string oh, that hangs man. down. Oh, and like, oh, oh, things tangled. Yeah. All these uh, visuals. No. These are bad visuals. Bad. I don't know. I would think, what's wrong with you? Yeah, like. It's a risk-reward thing. Yeah. Mm. yeah why yeah, why, know, the why risk anything? Why risk Anything it? going wrong there? Tell me more about your life. I'd like mm. to make an assessment. <laughs> I had a friend that had like six piercings down there on his wing. On his, like up like the, the under. Oh yeah, like almost up was like the, a little uh, rope ladder. Yeah, like a up, yeah, the ladder. Like oh, barbells. Wow. Oh. Barbells from the bottom to the top, and I was just like, "Why, man? Because cool." But sometimes yeah. it's cool. Sometimes it looks like, like an addiction uh, of some sort. I can see that. I mean, there was, like, weird body modification happening in the 90s when, I mean, you can watch those videos of the dude, like, turned himself into a lizard. Yeah. Got, like, the implants the under implants the skin and all like, that stuff. Give himself like, horns. Which, I mean, if that's what, I, I mean, I guess if that's, like, what oh, you the, want, go for it. It's your body. But The it's worst like, is the splitting of the tongue. No, oh, dude, that's yeah. wild. Oh, yeah. That's, that's not a thing anymore, right? Gnarly. I don't know. I've seen some folks with it. Oh, I've seen some younger folks with it. Man. One of my best buds that's has uh, has the uh, the implants. Uh, what, not, what do you call those? Is it, imp is it Dermals? implants? Dermals. Dermals? It's, like, it's like a thing like right here, and he screws it in. Dermals sounds like a cute 90s Saturday morning you know cartoon. You're talking <laughs> oh, the Dermals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's a, it's a thing that's yeah, it's, it's like a rhinestone. I need to pay attention more, but it's it's like, like a rhinestone or something, and I it's just it's on like his, a Frankenstein on, it's, thing. It's just on his face, you know what I mean? So like it whoosh, screws into something that he had implanted underneath. Mm. Man, when you get that done, you were all in. Uh, yeah, you were I, all I, in. I have, to ask, that done. I have to ask him about it. Is that your buddy Brian? Yeah, yeah, he's got one, right? He's got the thing. I'm trying to yeah. I'm trying to remember his face. Yeah, yeah, you, you, yeah, you just hung out with him. Yeah, he uh, he does. Is it a rhinestone or something? Or, or yeah, it's like, like a little it's like a little silver thing. Yeah, yeah but his not... stuff looks. He's in the music industry. He yeah, looks, he, he know, looks like, great. Like he fits in. He, he, he does matches his style. But times, sometimes you see the guys do it up on, above their scalp line for horns, and they put like the big old studs mm -hmm. in there. Oh, Can you imagine hitting your head with that? That's gonna hurt so bad. I just can't imagine the first couple weeks or months with that in. Painful. Painful. In your indoor soccer league, everyone hates you. You pop the ball every time you headbutt it. Brian, like, how long does that take to like actually feel okay after that's done? He's in he's in Spain right now, so he's up. He's probably he's it's probably F listening. F Spain. F Spain. Uh, uh, Buenos dias. This headline out of Ohio: a McDonald's customer uh, did not have a happy meal after she found a nose ring inside her quarter pounder. <laughs> Damn. Oh. No wonder they're last on the list. Uh, the woman who asked to remain anonymous said that she picked up food for herself, her boyfriend, and her three-year-old niece from uh, from the fast food restaurant. 
Once home, she unpacked a burger, began to, a- began to eat it. After a couple bites, she decided to wipe away some excess mayonnaise. And when she did, the jewelry fell out of the sandwich. Oh, God. Quote, we were just eating and there was so much mayo and lettuce. Oh, it took my fry to go wipe the side of it off. And I heard this plop in the box. It was a nose ring. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> Ronald. <laughs> Ronald. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah, there's a picture of what you found. And it's nasty. Dude, mm. that would turn my stomach so fast. Would you still go back to McDonald's? No. No. And, and okay, so you want to talk about body modification. We talked about this a couple weeks ago where people are going to get um, taller. Like people oh, are going through the these, these cosmetic surgeries. Oh, breaking their legs and stretching right. the legs. Well, there is a story. It's a guy who went to Turkey, this, the, uh, the country of Turkey, to go get this procedure done. $80,000. Mm. And he's now seven inches taller. Oh, seven. Seven inches. You were talking like two to three, I, I, I believe, and that was certainly not worth it. This is a, seven this is a confirmed seven inches taller. Um, he's a 27-year-old former Navy medic, five foot five. He went from five foot five to six feet tall, $80,000. He wanted to become, quote, the best version of himself. Hmm. Okay. Um, hmm. I haven't changed my mind on it necessarily just because of the, again, risk versus reward, but... I've never been a five. Well, I haven't been a five. Five, foot five five. I mean, if you see somebody five. I was gonna say I haven't been a five foot five man since sophomore year or whatever. But um, that is a dramatic difference. Five five to six to foot. Six foot. My my absolutely. My, my male friends that six are that, that are five five and and lower, they do have to live a different life, for sure. One hundred percent. That's all you learn. Five three. Five three. I mean, five five is short. That I mean, that's for a short. Guy is short. And and getting up to six foot is a that is life changing. So I don't. Yeah. I, I'm kind of. I don't know. He was, you know, he always knew he was smaller. He he was insecure about his height. Uh, he says um, he wanted to become the best version mentally, spiritually, and physically. And for me, that included height. So it all started in December. He went to Turkey. He underwent his first surgery, his first of six surgeries in Turkey. And he said he had the surgery in Turkey because it was more affordable and they offered aftercare. So there's a company out there called Live Life Taller. And they have a, re- a rehab center out there. So they break the bones in your legs. Mm. And they, they put a rod in it. And they turn a key every day for 90 days to grow the bone. Isn't it sad that... Femur too, right? Yeah. We've we've come this far. Like, instead of just embracing, like, our body... Like, now we have to be tall. We have to be skinny. Like... We have such body dysmorphia as a human race that, like, this is where we're at with mm. our body um, evolving. Like, I mean, I, and I'm just speaking for myself. I know everybody's different, but like, I'm five foot three. I'm cool, man. It's cool. I'm, I'm a curvy little maybe petite it's different. little maybe thing. Maybe it's different for women. But, but also, but men too. Like, it's okay if you're shorter. My husband is not the tallest guy in the world. Everybody in here is not that tall. Like. And hey, we're doing all Speak right. For yourself, please. I feel like <laughs> I'm six foot one. I feel like we got it. Out there. This is sad. I'm gonna get lumped in with all these. <laughs> okay, except for Rafe. I'm a tall five four. <laughs> I get, I get like <laughs> wanting to do it, but nothing, nothing is. But why would you want to do it? Because of the societal worth pressure. The pain. Right. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. Eighty grand, and you are trying to become. You think that you're not okay and great, just as you are. Like, how tall was this guy? Maybe he does five five. 
Maybe he does. Maybe, maybe he loves himself. He's just like, hey, this is going to present me some more opportunities. Because, I mean, the, the world yes. is the world. I, like I, I, you I, I, said, I the risk-reward. If you have healthy legs, healthy bones, all stuff, is it worth going in there and doing this potentially never getting to walk again or yeah. have any yeah. kind and, of... And Josh, Josh brings up a good point on the instant feedback. So now you have longer legs, but it doesn't... It's well, disproportionate was, uh, with your body. Yeah, I was trying to find yeah. some pictures to yeah. see if you... Like have you seen... <laughs> there's, a German, there's a German model who, I guess she got that done, and her legs are... Really, really long. She still has a tiny torso, and it looks well. So here's the question: Since he's got the surgery, uh-huh. how's he doing with the ladies? Okay. Well, here he is. Actually, now my the women that have come I've come across have been much different than women I had before. What do you but, mean different kinds of women? Uh, the the class of women I met before the surgery were not necessarily on the same level as the class of women I'm meeting now. As far as what they do, their occupation, uh, overall appearance, those things. Uh-huh. Interesting. So you think you've pulled better women since you've gained some height? I don't think. I know. More not chicks now. Absolutely no for Interesting. Okay. Let's keep it pushing. That's just confidence. That's, that's, no, that's just confidence. Come, Come on, man. Are it you is. serious? Are you serious? You, you, think, you think our buddy, Dude. you think our buddy who's 5'3", isn't confident? First of all, the dude has been complimented, if you know what I'm saying, uh, many, many times uh, in, in a particular area. But the guy's like 5'3 or 5'4. Are you telling me because of his lack of confidence, a six-foot gal's not going to date him? Yeah. Wrong. Well, you guys are wrong. I got, Bro. Said, how, yeah, how can you, you try I mean, to fight the planet? You can this give is... me an anecdotal story. Anecdotal? He said class. He said class. Let's go ahead. Let's get 100 guys that are under 5'5. Five, five, and let's ask him about their experience. And ask a six-foot-one woman. Yeah. Well, she dated yeah. what her preference five would be. Okay, right now, of course, everybody's going to cutesy and try to fall into the societal pressure of loving everybody for whatever reasons or all that kind of stuff. But come on, you cannot be serious to think that a five foot five guy. He didn't say about her height. He said their class. He said he's get a different class of woman. Mm-hmm. So he's. Yeah, okay. That's different than the height. Like he's, he's talking about hot girls. Yeah. Well, but I guarantee it's because he's more confident, so shoes. now he feels bold to go talk to the stunning lady sitting there at the Oh, bar. sure, that's going to be a factor. Nah, but I think okay, you guys maybe it's totally... Maybe it's confidence booster, but... Yeah, uh, I'm sure. Man, you guys, women, you guys are crazy. I will not that that's date. okay to say. At, What's okay to say? At that height, at the six-foot height, I, I don't, you know, like, I don't know. I don't see... What do we argue? What, what do we argue? Yeah, I've lost, I've lost the thread. What's your point you're making? Moon? You, you guys are saying, like, oh, he's he's only, he's only pulling something different or, or, or a different... Type or class of person because he's now confident. Oh not, no, not, not because, because he's, he's tall. Because he's tall. Well, he was saying he was arguing that it's, it's because he's now more confident. Well, well, maybe no, that, maybe I'm that's on the same page you. It's because he got taller. Because yeah, he got that, taller. That's an additional tone well, here. It's, but, it's all collective. So, like, yeah, no. if you feel good about yourself and you're exuding confidence, that's a sexy thing. Partner that with, oh, this guy's in my height range that I, as a society, ninety percent height, ten percent confidence. Yep. <laughs> I just, I just ding, ding, looked ding, at ding, a photo. Can, can we agree with uh, that? Yeah, our buddy who's 5'4", talented as heck, great Most singer, stacked guy. as, I mean, this guy is, this guy is the full package. It took him so long to, to, to get anybody to look, I mean, we would go places, he's one of the better looking guys in the group. No one, no women would pay him mind. It yep. just wouldn't happen. And it was, it was sad to see it. It was like, those are huh. the facts. And conversely, I got at least... A baker's dozen of dopey, doughy-bodied, six-foot-five-and-above friends who pull hot girls with basically no personality. They just walk into a bar and tower above everyone, and next thing I know, I turn around and they're talking to a girl at the bar. (laughs) And they didn't approach her. 
And it's like, and they don't even dress up. They're wearing like long uh, bathrobes, like a long flannel shirt and like a, a hat and a puka, you know, like they're not even trying. They're not even fixed their hair. Before and they because went. they're over six foot, whatever. I've, you always see like tall, tall dudes are always punching above their weight. Now, what For about, sure, what about on the, on the opposite end? Tall women. Right. Oh, dude. Tall s- women have a hard similar time. Similar struggle. Yes. Similar struggle. We, we've known some really gorgeous, tall, super tall gals that are like always bummed because it's so much harder for them to find somebody. Yeah. Because people just like. But again, this is what you're not understanding is like every viewpoint that we're having about tall and being confident and being hotter and pulling cooler women or whatever. That is all systemic of a society idea that has been chiseled into us. Sure. Models and Hollywood and hunks and all this crap. You take away that. Why? Because my husband's a perfect example of this. Tim is five foot seven, five foot eight. I don't know how tall he is. I asked him if I were six foot two, same personality, whoever, how I am, would you want to date me? And he said no. And I said, well, why? Like, I thought it's all, be- you know, I, I genuinely think this man said, She's smaller than me, and she's pretty spunky and fantastic. Mm. I'm going to marry her up. If I would have been six foot two, I would probably still be this single right now. This is not right a now. new problem, though. This, yeah, is yeah, not, this, this is not a new thing. Remember earlier this week, we were talking about back in Roman times, having a large penis was uh, frowned upon. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It is systemic. Just, but, you know, we, and I'm that's glad how, that's, that's changed. That's how we work. <laughs> that's how our species work. So, like, fighting against it is kind of yeah. strange. But, like, I mean, I, I understand, like, shifting it because it does shift. It does and, shift. And we should be, it should be in the conversation at all times. Well, but, I think uh, the height thing should stay the same right now. <laughs> if this guy, by the way, this guy that went to Turkey, if he isn't walking around with Skilo's I wish in his head at all times, <laughs> I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl I mean, good I would call It's the man's theme song. Yeah. I like both. I'm, I'm a spectrum guy, I think. I like pocket gals, and I like them big, tall gals, too. Fun size, baby. I, want, yep. I like the kind I can put in my pocket, and I like the kind that can hold my hand and help me cross the street. Yep. Like, and I got to look up at her. I don't have, yeah. that doesn't bother me at all. I want to. Easy thing for you to say at 6'1 with a, a long term partner. Listen, Tay Shift. Hey, I'm, you can smaller. check my records, buddy. I'm all over this place. <laughs> hey, you can check my records, too. My wife's an inch taller than me. Um, yeah, Tay Shift. I but mean, I think that there's a, also a systemic, th- not necessarily, you know, beauty and makeup culture. With the tall thing, because I think there's something like there's a latent something about girls like being picked up by their dads that like I think you're attracted to someone taller than you. Yeah, I want to climb some uh, up on somebody. I'm just being completely real. Yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> then I climb all over Tammy. Yeah. If like you if, if you had something just, going on there, dude. If you had just met and did Tim ask you this when you asked him like if you had just met Tim and he was four eleven, would you have been interested in dating him? <sighs> Oh, yeah. How about that? Oh, how about that? No, be uh, in. Like, uh, let me think. Let I me think about that. If he's exactly the same as he is, and 4'11. 4'11. Itty bitty little thing. Three um, foot six. I mean, you, you know him now. I mean, what about when you first. Right. No, I mean, no. Met? No, I, I probably not. I mean, I, here's what I want. I want a man. I want somebody who's and that's bigger not to, than me. That's not the gotcha. There you go. It's, right. It was not a gotcha. For, I'm just saying, like, did you guys have the conversation reversed? Because, no. Because like, totally he, understandable, right? He didn't even think about that. He's like, oh, we would have been dating. <laughs> he probably knew the answer, you know. Um, 
no. I to me because I am so small. I I want somebody a little. He, he's a little bit bigger than me, so yeah. that makes me feel good. Yeah, you guys are a good height match. Yeah, we're yeah. great. I I don't have to like be on my tippy toes to make out with them, and I like that. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, you have five foot four. Yeah, the pick of the litter. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you, you could. You, no offense, you could do whatever you want. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Good on you. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Good on you. All right, we got to take a break. Which is a compliment. Yeah. Right. Like the biggest compliment. Girls hold all the cards anyway. We know that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yes. We hold all the Thanks, cards. Buddy. Yeah, I'm betting on a deuce. If we're playing a game of, like, what's that poker game where you put the card on your head? Yeah. <laughs> I got a two up there, and I'm I'm constantly going all in on it. <laughs> Love that. Uh, Team Riz, remember the day is brought to you by Hot Shots, proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. From Cape Girardeau, oh. Adam Topping is our Team Riz. Yeah. And oh, by the way, it's also Adam's birthday. Hey, what a birthday. gift. If you're in Cape, what Adam, a gift. go out to Taco John's here in Cape. Treat yourself. It's your birthday yeah. and your Team Riz member of the day. What a bargain. Uh, Adam discovered the Riz show back in 2017. It's been hooked ever since. Tells his co-workers about the show often and has also made a great deal of them fans, too. Well, thank you, Adam, for being a Rizvangelist. Uh, appreciates the hard work that the show provides for the listeners, uh, entertaining segments, and games that are played daily. Well, thank you, Adam. Adam Topping, the birthday boy, is our Team Riz member of the day. Get super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, which includes not only the Dobbs family, but also the 600-plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at the locally and family-owned company, which, if you didn't know, has been in business since 1976. The team of pros at Dobbs stands ready to service your car, your van, your light truck, SUV, hybrid, or EV with the tires you need at the prices that will fit your family budget. And they're ready when you are to perform expert auto service too, done right the first time, including routine preventative maintenance and complex diagnostic and engine repairs. Just take a couple minutes. Right now, check out the great summer tire deals Dobbs has for you. Just click on go to Dobbs.com. You'll find great deals on the best tire brands already being offered to you at the lowest tire prices in town. That's guaranteed. Click on go to Dobbs.com for Super Saver June deals on the tires and service you need and get the most for your money. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Hey, podcasters, if you're somebody who suffers from chronic sinus infections, it's misery. You know it. I'm talking about two or three sinus infections a month. You should have a consultation with Dr. Gould at St. Louis Sinus Center. If you're suffering from facial pain and drainage and pressure, you're tired all the time, it's time to get yourself fixed up. Take action by making a phone call to St. Louis Sinus Center and ask about their balloon sinus dilation. It's easier than going to the dentist. It's proven to be as effective as your traditional sinus surgeries. Now, a balloon sinus dilation, minimally invasive procedure, 90 to 95% of patients who have this procedure should never have to have another sinus procedure in your life. Believe there can be relief. Call St. Louis Sinus Center, 314-4-RELIEF. That's 314-4-RELIEF. Or hit them up online, stlsinuscenter.com, stlsinuscenter.com, St. Louis Sinus Center. You know it's never easy to predict the future. You don't have a crystal ball. Now think about four months from now. Are you going to be happy at your current job? Is your paycheck going to stretch far enough? Now you could change your life in just four months. Thanks to Centric. Centric prepares you for a career in the fastest growing industry in the world. That's technology. Centric's hands-on program teaches you the actual job skills you need to get hired. 
and they're with you every single step of the way. They will help you land a job because Centric teaches you the actual skills employers are looking for. And again, they help you land a job and you can make that change today by going to Centric.com slash R-I-Z-Z. That's Centric, C-E-N-T-R-I-Q.com slash R-I-Z-Z. Take control of your future at centric.com slash Riz, even if you have no IT experience and change your life today. Oh, and by the way, you could use your GI Bill for funding or pay for tuition. Centric.com slash Riz. Silent Bob from all those terrible Jane Silent Bob type pictures, man. And you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. All right, welcome back to the program. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Mick Ultra Studio Cams, 1057thepoint.com. Slash Riz the Socials at R-I-Z-Z. Show your emails, rizshow 1057thepoint.com. Send us your instant feedback through the 1057thepoint mobile app. Craigslist Freak of the Week coming up. Do that in just a little bit. Three brand new, uh, brand new freaks for you to vote on. Listen, vote, see which one of the ad, uh, one, uh, which one of these ads will move on to the next round of the freak of the year playoffs. Also, if we got time, we'll play match up with Moon. Yeah. Give away some fabulous prizes. Our uh, buddy Chris Blair is going to be stopping by. Chris Blair is the uh, executive VP and general manager over at Worldwide Technology Raceway. We're going to chat for a couple minutes about uh, this coming weekend's night of fire and thunder. Yes. <laughs> The night of fire and thunder over at the racetrack. Uh, we're talking a two-night extravaganza of speed and thrills. So we'll get all the details on that. Dude, I didn't know about this, uh, this skate laborious skate park. Yeah, it's so cool. <laughs> was uh, so cool. Was yeah. so cool, yeah. And this is I'm, I'm watching this on Channel 2. Uh, crews respond to fire at Skate Laborious Skate Park. No. It's a bummer. St. Louis what? City firefighters battle a huge fire overnight at an old North City Catholic church oh. that was turned into an indoor skate park. The fire was so intense that embers spread to a building two blocks away. Wow. Nobody was hurt, luckily, but it's completely destroyed. Oh, my Hogan gosh, and North Market Streets. That was like a uh, one of those destination places here. Yeah. I, I, I guess I'm not in that I'm not in that world, so I don't. That's I never, I never even heard of this place. Not my scene. I had a couple of friends. Uh, guy used to work here with us, who, Drake, who would skate there all the time, and he'd post all these amazing videos of it, he and his boys just there, just doing tricks. And it, the, the inside was so neat. Um, uh, that's a, a damn shame. Yeah. So it was the old Saint Laborious on a Hogan and North Market Street, and they said that it's gutted. I mean, it's. Oh yeah, it's almost total loss. they were just showing some aerial views of it, and it's uh, it's gone. Uh, crews got the call around 10:45 last night. Fire grew quickly into four alarms, with many crews responding to the scene. Uh, yeah, I mean, very large building, embers blowing everywhere. Uh, I guess they're not talking about a cause yet. What a bummer! What a bummer, dude! Everybody, like nobody, nobody was hurt. Nobody was hurt. Nobody was hurt. Okay. Nobody was hurt. Uh, yeah, they were worried about. The fire spreading to other nearby buildings because it's so, I mean, it's so dry and those embers were just blowing everywhere. So, man, that's a shame. 
Yeah, it is. Skate Laborious. And how long has that been open for? A few mm, years. Yeah. yeah, a couple years. A couple years. So the, they, t- they took all the... the the religious, the religious stuff gone. out, and they just turned it in into just a big, yeah, it's a huge building, massive yeah. building. I mean, it had um, you know, stained glass and everything in it still. So it, you know, and I believe Rafe was saying that there were music videos shot there. So oh, oh really? <clears throat> yeah, I think there's been a few. It was kind of like a punk rock destination. I think there were concerts there sometimes too. They had I dinners there too. Like I feel like I've seen somebody cater that place and have like a. A reception of some kind, or just dropping in with a sub sandwich. Hell yeah! yeah. I mean, it seems like a natural fit for like a rock band music video. Oh yeah, skate Old park church. in a church. Yeah. Kidding me? Emo kids dream. Well, yeah. The good news is they do have the fire under control. It doesn't seem like anybody was was injured, but man, that's a it's a total loss, and that's a that's a bummer for the whole skating community. If you if you frequented that place. Just an old, this an old, cool-looking building's gone. Yeah. How about that? Well, that it's just that's a cool landmark that we won't get back. Yeah. That was like a cool. When people would come to St. Louis and be like, "What's not touristy?" I'd be like, "Oh, check this place out." Now that's gone. That's that gone. All right, let's do some news. Oh yeah, we're gonna do some news. And your news being sponsored by Martin Jetco Heating and Air Conditioning, more reliable than your news source. So we, we touched upon this the other day, but I think it's worth repeating. Uh, the worst time to travel over the holiday weekend is tomorrow. Now they never, they, they, you know, they never say the worst time to travel is 3 a.m. on Wednesday. It's always when you want to hit the road. Mm-hmm. So AAA. They released some projections on holiday traffic patterns, and if you could avoid tomorrow afternoon, that would probably be best. Tomorrow is expected to be the busiest time on the roads, especially between 10 a.m. and 5 p.m. The roads will also be jammed Saturday at 1 a. Uh, sorry, Saturday at 1 p.m. Midday on Tuesday and the 4th of July. Yeah, Tuesday the 4th of July and late Wednesday afternoon. I'll say that again. Worst times tomorrow between 10 and 5. Saturday at 1 o'clock, midday on Tuesday the 4th, and late Wednesday afternoon. The best times to hit the road, generally very early and very late. Although AAA does not expect Sunday or Monday to be any different than usual. Overall, an estimated 50.7 million Americans will travel 50 miles or more this weekend. 43.2 million will drive to their destination especially with the price of gas being down so much from last year. An estimated 4.2 million will fly, and 3.4 million will travel by bus, cruise, or train. Yeah. No estimate for submersibles. Let's hope that's zero. Oh. Yeah. Let's hope that's zero, Rafe. Oh, my gosh. My brother and sister-in-law were in Hawaii during the submersible incident, and they took a submarine with their kids down into to see a shipwreck, like that's a tour thing. Mm-hmm. And she didn't tell any of us in the family chat that that was happening oh, while wow. this others. And, and then after the fact, when they got home and everybody was all right, I was like, are you serious? Like I would have, the grandparents would have been a mess. No, because you, I mean, you know, the safest time to do something is right when, after an accident. Yeah, right. Anyway, back to you. I know my wife went skydiving once uh, when she was a teenager and didn't tell didn't tell her mother until after, you know. That's I bet how we you. Did it. I bet you that sister, the 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 checkers, the the tour guides, and all that, they were just phew. high alert. Well, yeah, I mean, like wide eyed, like, hey, just so everyone knows, yeah, this is cool, how many yeah. things okay. we've done today to yeah. check. We to have make an actual sure. Xbox yeah. controller, not a generic one. The skydiving thing—that's what Tim and I did. We didn't tell our parents. Yeah, you don't tell your out. parents until after you're safely <laughs> on the ground. Well, uh, those are different too. We did one in Cozumel, and it's like it's a sub, dude. It's like a 
decommissioned military. It's tight. Right. There's a guy driving up front. There's a dude with like a pilot stick. It looks legit. It's like getting in an airplane. Well, you're not going down that deep. Yeah, you're going, going up, you're going down. Well, you're not going down 30,000 meters. Or yeah. You're going 100 feet? Uh, yeah, I think the max dive, I think we were like 110 feet, maybe maybe 150. Yeah, listen, it, maybe it people cool. think twice about it now. We saw a shipwreck and a coral reef and everything. It was well, neat. Got a tour. Could you feel the pressure in your ears or anything? Like, uh, I might have popped my ears like once, but I, it's a pressurized cabin, so. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I could so, you know, we had a story a couple weeks ago about the average age of cars on the road now. It's like 13 years, right? 13 point something years yeah. old. Like the average age of a car. Mm. So cars are lasting longer, right? I hope. With the technology out there. Well, you know J.D. Power? And Associates? J.D. Power and Associates. <laughs> the firm that conducts like customer surveys for, you know, the automotive industry, you know, financial services, healthcare. Well, J.D. Power's latest study has found a troubling trend and new car quality. It is trending downward. So looking at the number of problems per 100 cars, there's been an increase in issues. There were found to be 12 more problems per 100 vehicles this year than last year. And what's what's to blame? It's what your dad always said. Just more stuff more to break. More stuff to break. Yep. <laughs> Tech. Tech. It's more stuff to break. Yep. But is that decommissioning vehicles, or is it just busting it's just up windows? just people bringing them in. Oh, okay, okay. Well, it's just then, people is bringing your cars in. Is it based on any recalls? Well, good for the service industry, then. Uh, technology and dashboard systems seems to be the biggest issue, but others include, like, poor-sounding horns, even cup holders that have no purpose. Poor-sounding horns? Yeah. Man, I haven't heard my horn. Also, there have been nearly 30, 30 major vehicle recalls in the U.S. so far this year. That's a lot. Wait, say that 30 again. major vehicle recalls in the U.S. Wow. this year. For what? For various things. Oh. But major things. He's saying 30 major 30 ones. 30 major ones. There's Sometimes just you see those minor ones. Like, I used to get things in the, in the in the mail all the time for a car that I had. I still get the, I still get mail for cars that I don't have anymore. <coughs> but it'll be like, hey, there's, oh, yeah. a, there's a recall on this thing. You want to take it back to the dealer? They got to fix your something or other that you've never even used or never yeah. knew was there. Or Honda just has issued a, a big recall for 1.2 million cars over faulty backup cameras. Whoops. And, and I yes. forgot which company, but there was a SUV that they said don't park in your garage till we can figure out the recall on it. What? They're <coughs> catching on fire. I mean, but. Oh. Is it also because they're better While at sitting? catching this stuff now? Is that why this looks like there's more problems? Because they're better at catching know. it to fix it for us? I don't know. I'm, a, I'm up the more stuff to break. Yeah, my friend's a mechanic, one of my best friends who's kept my Jeep alive for 20 plus years. And he's like, he says the same thing. He's like, they are intentionally making these things unserviceable unless you take it in. The wow. biggest racket. It's a racket. The biggest racket All is. the electronics, all that. He said the, the, sense, the lane sensors. He's like, those things. There's so much new technology, and new technology comes with growing pains of, like, he goes, when those, when those lane sensors goes bad, you got to bring it in, have it diagnosed, have it replaced, then have it recalibrated. He's like, that's a thousands of dollars. Well, well yeah, the reason is because it's not just a lane sensor anymore. If it was just a lane sensor and it went out, I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. Well, I got I seven years steering. out of lane. Yeah, yeah uh, now... It, it's it's hooked into the steering system. It's hooked into yep. the auto braking system. Yep. It's hooked in all these things that are going to kill you if, if it's a, I mean, I'm not the saying The biggest kick in the nuts is your check engine light goes on. You bring it to a, you know, your buddy who's a mechanic and he goes, I don't have the, I can't diagnose this because yeah. 
the dealership has the only thing that could plug into the car. Well, that's yeah, that's wow. the annoying part as a consumer. Uh, that's the that's the biggest Dude, kick to the nuts. What what, yeah. is, what would change the whole landscape of all of this stuff, and probably bum out the service industry is instead of having a circle like right now, there's an orange thing on, on the dash that comes up every once in a while, and I think it's transmission. I don't know what the hell this is. It's a shape. It's a shape. Right. It's a ridiculous, weird well, it's shape. It's like a circle with the so, squigglies. Yeah, so if I have lane yeah, sensors. Take out the, uh, the, auto, the manual. If right. I have lane sensors on this thing and it tells me when I'm going over the white line and then breaks it for me and then turns. How about a little digital display that says your something or other is going wrong and you got 60 days to fix it before you're really in trouble? That's all I need. Just a, a, just a number and an item. Nah. Yeah. Tell me what it is. That's all. My, Where's that tech? I had that uh, light show up down. We were in Southern Illinois at some wineries, and I had all my Hoosier uncles with me. And, you know, my TLX is a now 2017. Pop the hood. Dude, they, so my car just stopped. Like, it was stuck. The steering wheel wouldn't move. I didn't know what was going on. Uncle John to the rescue, pops the hood, unplugged something, plugged it back in. I think he blew on something, and that thing turned on. Boom. And, and he And because I was, like, calling AAA... I was calling around. It was a Sunday. There were no repair shops open. And the people I did get to talk to were like, well, we don't got anything down here to fix that TLX. And so Uncle John to the rescue. He IT departmented? He's, yeah. He, yeah. Re, he power he cycled it? He did blow on a fuse. <laughs> he and he got it, it going. Plugged it back into your car works. Yeah. You haven't touched it since? Nope. Get out. Whoa. Call Uncle John, man. It'll fix your problems. Just Show me the and plug. And he'll come to you no matter where, where you are. Where is that plug? You're in Vegas. He's on an airplane. Some of the things <laughs> don't make sense either, like some of the lights that come on. I mean, the gaslight kind of looks like an android threatening to kill itself, you know. It's like, R2-D2, don't do it! Uh, <laughs> and then, like, the tire pressure thing. What's the tire pressure light comes on? It ain't ever going off in your car. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it, it looks like a flattened tire, Yeah, right? Tina's like, my lantern light? light came on. And I go, what? She's like, the lantern, whatever the lantern thing is. And I was like, what are you talking about? It's like the oil light. You know, the oil can. She's like, oh, the teapot came on. The teapot. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Just, that's the genie lamp. Yeah, the genie lamp. The came genie on. lamp's on. Right. Like wish. Do I need that? I wish it didn't. I wish it would go off. Is some, that important? Some of it works. Like they have the technology. Cause my my Jeep just beeped this morning. The Wrangler just goes boom, and I was like, what the heck is that? And I looked down and it says, uh, it said oil change required. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank no, the you. Jeeps do that. If you can do that, yeah. Do the rest of it. So okay, so. <laughs> We've all seen uh, the way people drive on the roads, and some people are reckless. No. Uh, some people don't know how to drive. Uh, you know, it's, it's Thunderdome out there sometimes. Mm -hmm. So now let's put people in the sky with their cars. Exactly. That's going to work out well. Could flying cars actually be a thing soon? Well, one just got approved for testing by the FAA for the first time ever. A company called Aleph is behind it. People are excited because it takes off vertically like a helicopter. That means you wouldn't need a long stretch of road to use as a runway. You could take off in the middle of a traffic jam, fly past traffic, and then land and keep driving. It also looks like a car. Yeah. So it's not just a helicopter. They're calling a car, and they unveiled their Model A prototype last fall. They've been taking pre-orders. They're expected to cost around $300,000. Even with that price tag, a bunch of people have already put down deposits. You could get in line for 150 bucks, or skip the line and join their priority queue. Ooh. For fifteen hundred bucks. Now it's going to be a while before we see them on the roads or above the roads. They're uh, they're only approved for test flights right now, so the FAA gets to decide when and where those tests can happen. But they had a an artist rendering of what it's going to look like when these things are fully approved. Mm -hmm. 
It's wild. And it's over like the Golden Gate Bridge. So you got cars, regular cars, and you have like a sky lane yes. above the bridge. Wild. It's going to be awesome. How do you think that law enforcement will, or there will be a special type of, uh, you know, law enforcement that will be able to, you know, police those vehicles? Because, like, let's say you're getting pulled over and it's just a normal car or, you know, a cop on a motorcycle and you're like, you hit a button, you're like, bah, 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 and then you go up and then you can escape your arrest. This, this is Skyway <laughs> Patrol, baby. This is a terrible escape idea. Your this is a bad idea. <laughs> This is a terrible idea. We don't need people in the sky. But this is where we're, this is just the evolution of stupidity for humans. How many accidents are going to happen and then cars are going to fall on houses? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Bad idea. Hey, we can't even drive down here. Well, you know you want one, though. We're already passing out licenses like uh, like coupons to Bed Bath & Beyond. So, you, you know, let's just put people on the air, dude. Just yeah. let them do it. I mean, come on this now. This is the evolution. Dude, look, look at I'm, this. So I'm I, in for this one. I found a list, 56, or sorry, 64, 64 of the lights that come up on your dash. And I want to just give you a quiz right here. Because Look at number 24. Look at number 24. What, what do you think that means? That's uh, uh, There's a grenade in my trunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what it looks like. It's a circle with like a, like a little grenade. Like a grenade there's thing. an X over the grenade and then parentheses around the circle. I have circle. no idea. What is that? It, I would assume it's like, oh, that's a broken cigarette lighter, right? Right. Let's go back down to 24. Now, that's a brake lights warning. Oh that's a big one. Yeah. I should know what that is. Mm -hmm. Look at this one. Now, you've seen this a lot. Yeah, that's a defrost the back that's window. That's a defrost. That is, yeah. But basically, it looks like wind is coming into a theater, right. doesn't it? Doesn't it? And then heating up. This is the lantern that's you, the oil. one that Tina was talking about. It does look like Aladdin's lantern. Yeah. <laughs> that's being the uh, traction controls uh, off uh, number 60, uh, 59 as the trunks open. Okay, what's this? What's 26? Uh, that's you a just snake ran in my lock. Sperm. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, number 29 that's is your pork steak's ready to be flipped. That's right. right <laughs> 29, the pork steak, is the catalytic converter warning. Oh, well, you should I'm be used to that, that one. one. Right. Tweet this out, Moon. <laughs> Tweet that, that out. 26 is trailer uh, trailer tow hitch warning. That, that looks like, yeah, that looks like a snake. A lock ran over a snake. Number 49 is what you and I were talking about, the circle with the squigglies, the ABS. 49. The automatic analog, brake. The analog brake system. Yeah, yeah. 43 that's, looks like a robot's trying to pinch your ass or something. What's going on with that one? 43, oh. that's a wrench. 30 oh. looks like but there's you, a ghost in the back seat. Well, what's it mean? It's just a wrench. Yeah, 43. Let's see. <laughs> what, what does that mean? It's if a you see a wrench, problem. that's a fault problem. What is that? Okay. Hey, problem just, just, problem. Just to wind down this, uh, the car talk here. So, catalytic converters are the thing that, that thieves are stealing. Yes. 50 is right. a full bladder. <laughs> but there is a new hot item. That thieves are now go jacking. on. What is it? Side view mirrors. Mm. You bastards. Side view mirrors are the new thing. It's a, it's a thing in Virginia. Thieves in Virginia have been stealing side view mirrors from cars on the street, and not the whole mirror with the cover and frame, just the glass itself. You turds. <laughs> Why? Which is, which is Why? being carefully removed from the assembly. Uh, they don't know. It's unclear what the motive is. Some people speculate there's a market for them on the, on the black market for car parts. Uh, but unlike catalytic converters, mirrors aren't worth that much, and there are different sizes for many, you know, makes and models. Also, the thieves have taken mirrors from both sides, but they seem to prefer the ones on the driver's side for some reason. Well, those are the ones you probably hmm. use the most. But that's, that seems to be a new trend in, in Dang it. thieves uh, stealing things from your car. Now, good news for your 4th of July cookout. It is more affordable than last year. Families can expect to pay $67.73 for a party of 10. That's down 3% from last year's record high, according to 
uh, the American Farm Bureau Federation. So if you want to cook for a, a party of 10, average $67.73. Uh, that includes 12 staple items, hamburger buns, beef and potato salad. Uh, we're up in price this year. Uh, chicken breast lemonade and chocolate chip cookies saw price drops. This year's cookout cost is the second highest on record following last year's record-setting number of almost 70 bucks for a party of 10. But they've been doing the survey since 2013. Mm-hmm. But doesn't that seem real cheap for a party of 10, 67 bucks? You're buying great. some good stuff, I bet. I guess if you're just getting the, the bare minimum stuff. Speaking of bare minimum, we, we got um, we got some hot dog buns the other day, not knowing that they were pre-split down the top. Huh? And man. Oh, top split? Oh. <sighs> That's the way to do it. What is that talk- Chicago style? Does top split? What are we talking about? So we top got a hot, a hot dog bun, and it looks like a hot dog bun. Yes. Like the cheap, normally it the opens che- from the, the cheap side. ones. Yeah, normally it opens from the side. And it is top cut split. is perfectly this- cut down the middle, and you just put on um, uh, yeah on the top. Oh, down the middle on the top. So you got a good side. flat bottom. So yeah, yeah. So so we did. Um, uh, my wife was doing like uh, chicken fillies. So she put all the chicken Philly stuff in the center of a hot dog bun like that. With the, we, we didn't buy it on purpose, knowing even knowing that. We thought right. something was wrong. Yeah. And then pulled it out and put that stuff in it. And holy cow, guys, that's the way to do it. I had no because, idea. Because then it's 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 less mess, whether you're doing ketchup and mustard or whatever. When you set it down, let's say you're not doing it all in one hunk, right? Mm-hmm. You, when you set it down, there's no mess. There's no spill. There's no nothing. Yeah, Nothing's isn't that Chicago style? Chicago style, I believe they s- they're top split buns. Yeah. It's no called idea. top split buns. Top split. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know if it said it on the bag. It was a surprise for the whole family. And everybody <laughs> uh, was like, what like is this? this. <laughs> I like this. We loved it. Uh, anybody here, uh, Costco uh, members? See? Sadly, no. Uh, we are a Costco house? Yeah, we're, we are. Uh, first it was Netflix, now Costco is cracking down on people sharing memberships. Oh. And you know what? Costco members are very giving. I had a couple offer us uh, their Costco membership the other day. Well, most yeah. locations check your card and, and photo ID at the register, but you could get around that by, you know, using self-checkout. They still, they've been a little over the top there lately because you walk and they'll just, hey, can I see your card? See if your ID's on there? Well, uh-huh. every, yes. even the self-checkouts. It's, it's, it's like, come on initiative. now, it's a self-checkout thing. So, it's a new listen, initiative to stop that. They, yeah, they, they have somebody at the door normally where you have to show you, but they yeah. don't care. I mean, that's they're not really checking. But this is this it, is both places, uh, both places, or just uh, Costco. Costco specifically now. I'm just talking about Costco. Okay, not Sam's Club, but at the register, you're you're if you have somebody checking you out, your photo's got a your ID, your Costco ID's got to match your payment. Supposed to, yeah. But the self checkout was the way to get around that. Now, nope. No, they still swipe a membership card, but they usually don't check. Costco says they're going to have attendants asking for shoppers' membership cards and photo IDs at the self-checkout registers, as well as the regular checkout lanes. Costco says it's about fairness. Quote, we don't feel it's right that non-members receive the same benefits and pricing as our members. Mm. A standard Costco membership is 60 bucks a year, which breaks down to 5 bucks a month. And there's been talk about that fee going up, but they haven't raised the price since 2017. A member could bring two guests whenever they shop, but the primary cardholder needs to be there. And I don't know if Costco is going to start closing other loopholes like uh, like gas. Most locations only require a card of the pumps and don't cross-check the ID. So it's possible to just borrow a friend or family member's card for gas, but I don't know if they're going to uh, start cracking down on that. Mm. But there you go. That's cool. your news.
And now you know everything. Thank you. Exactly. There's nothing else. Nope. <sighs> nothing else going on. Feels good. That's the stuff you need to know. Pepperidge Farms, top sliced white hot dog buns, just in time for your celebrations this weekend. Yummy. Top sliced, yeah. Top, <laughs> top split buns, since. It's, I mean, it's, Welcome aboard. It's weird. It's a change. It changes. Change is hard. Change is all right, though. But Sometimes it's the better. pretty good, dude. I'm interested. You get to set it down and just go, look at that. <laughs> nothing moved, nothing changed. Just like I like it. All right, <laughs> let's let's uh, let's take a break. We'll come back and uh, learn is going to read us three mm. brand new Craigslist Freak of the Week ads. <laughs> so you guys uh, in the Risho chat room, uh, you know what you got to do. You got to name these freaks. You can also uh, throw your name suggestions to us through the instant feedback or on our uh, social medias. But Learn's going to read the ads. We'll name them. And then when Learn is done reading the third and final ad, you will vote on your favorite Freak of the Week ad. You can do that through our Twitter, at R-I-Z-Z Show. And uh, we'll see which one of these new ads will make it to the next round of the Freak of the Year playoffs. Pseudo Show, traffic and weather. All right, we'll take a quick break. Come back. Greg's is Freak of the Week. Jeremy Piven here. Happy birthday, Riz. I'm really, really glad that you were born. So Donnie Fandango's 28-hour radiothon begins at 10 o'clock today. 10 o'clock today rolls through 2 o'clock tomorrow. All to benefit Ronald McDonald House Charities of St. Louis. It's Donnie's final radiothon. And, uh, yeah, we want you guys to uh, to dig deep and donate. 35 bucks for a song request. 135 bucks for a business plug on the air. And, again, it all goes to a great cause. Donnie's also selling T-shirts, limited edition shirt, a bunch of different styles, all to benefit and support Ronald McDonald's House Charities of St. Louis. All the details at 1057thepoint.com. That's always a fun broadcast for us tomorrow. Because mm. we're just playing songs, having a good time, maybe do a couple segments. Cool. See how much money we can raise. And Donnie's in here. And which is great. Donnie's in here. Delirious Donnie, which is always fun. Yes. Uh, that's uh, 10 o'clock today. Donnie Fandango's final 28 hour radiothon. All right, time now for the Craigslist Freak of the Week. So we go from talking about the best society has to offer uh-huh. to the worst. So again, we are in uh, we are in Canada. A lot of a lot of freaks up there in Canada these past couple weeks. So three brand new ads. Uh, Learn is going to read the ads for us. You guys in the chat room will name the freaks. And then you'll vote for your favorite freak via Twitter at R-I-Z-Z Show. One of these ads moving on to the next round of the Freak of the Year playoffs. So shall we get started? Yes. Scott, you ready? <clears throat> I'm ready. All right. Let's do this. Craigslist Freak of the Week. Ad number one. Learn coming at you. Man seeking pregnant woman, 53 years old, Halifax. Baby bump and looking to hump? This is exactly what it sounds like. I am only aroused by pregnant people, preferably six months or higher, as this is when you will definitely be showing. 
expecting mothers do it for me. I lose control when I see a woman giving off that motherly glow as she waddles towards me with her large round belly. The bigger, the better. And heavy knockers filled with milk. (laughs) Baby isn't the only one that wants a bottle. If I can put my hands on your swollen tummy and feel the baby kicking, that will really set me up for next level pleasure and excitement. Hearing this, you may be thinking I'm a weirdo who gets off on what's considered taboo, and maybe that's partially true. But after years of therapy, I realized I was the oldest sibling, and I lovingly watched my mommy prepare to deliver my younger sister, and that manifested into a fetish for me. At least it isn't full-on Oedipus complex. It's just a dude who thinks all pregos are his cup of tea. But if you look like my mom, that's not a deal breaker. In fact, it's a bonus. She had brown hair and blue eyes, so feel free to send pics. (laughs) After we have sex, we can pretend the baby is mine. I can keep a secret. The real daddy doesn't need to know. Wow. Gosh. Yeah, that ending. Holy Ah, crow. That ending. (laughs) Daddy Uh, doesn't need to know. This is uh, just a guy who is looking for a pregnant woman to hang out and have sex with. Normally, it's, 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 it's husbands, you know... That are into this or attracted to their wives even more. But this is somebody who wants uh, somebody else's baby mm. who doesn't, you know, he wants it, to pretend to be the father. It sounds like uh, he kind of wants to be his mom, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot going on. He doth protest too much. Uh, I, I don't want you to be. <laughs> but if you do look my, like if my you mom, do feel free like to mom. send pics. And he gave a description of her. And then pre- <laughs> wants to pretend the baby is his. There is a lot of. A lot of therapy here that needs to happen. Hey, at least he went to therapy. That's sure. Good. Did he continue on with there? I, 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 uh, I'm like thinking he figured he pro- it out and became okay with it. I'm thinking he probably went to a session or two, and that was it. Ah, we're awesome. done here. We're good here. <laughs> Man seeking pregnant woman. All right. Uh, names for this particular gentleman. All right. We got Preg Maddox. Okay. Good. We got Forrest Hump. Forrest Bump. Uh, Connor McPrager. Uh, <laughs> Pregery good. Peck. Preg Baruby. <laughs> Preg Allman. Yeah, I mean, we could go on. I like Preg Baruby just because, of, I mean, the Blues are in the news right now. We just had the draft. Yeah. All, All right. right. Uh, Preg Baruby. That's the... Uh... I think we've used Connor McPrager before. Sounds like we have. Right? It's a great it name, sounds... but, but, <laughs> they are but all Preg Baruby in honor of our... Uh, coach. Our, our Blues coach. The head honcho, the chief. <laughs> all right. Preg Baruby. There we go. Hey. All right, there you go. Ad number one, Preg Barubi. On to ad number two, Learn, coming at you. I want to be a bad boy. Man for Man, 68 Toronto. I've been a good guy my whole life. I've always stayed within the limits of the law, but now I'm getting into my third act of life, looking back with some regrets. I don't want to really break any laws, but boy, do I want to feel like I have... One of my dirtiest fantasies involves being tackled and arrested for something bad that I've done. Yes, this will be role-playing, but I really want to feel the panic and shame of doing something wrong, getting caught, and then paying the price. Let's pretend you just caught me shoplifting. Check my pockets. Oh no, better cuff me and get me down. Maybe you won't like all the terrible things I'm saying to you as you push my face into the ground. Turn me over and whoops, I just spit in your face. Pull that spit hood over my head. You probably need to make sure I don't have, (laughs) that I can't move very much. Once I'm chained up to the bedpost, go ahead and have your way with me. 
Looks like this bad boy needs a full cavity search. <laughs> My body will be a scavenger hunt like you've never seen. There's a surprise waiting for you up there. If you're a current or former law enforcement officer, that would be the best. But as long as you have a cop uniform, I will take anyone. We can take this as far as you want. I want to make this last act of living some of the spiciest ever, so bring that energy. I have a huge nightstick. It's perfect. <laughs> All right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, this is your typical Craigslist uh, role-playing. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. The fact that this man is almost 70 years old. Right. It's impressive. I love it. And that he can still fall down and... Yeah, oh, yeah, not break a hip. Smash your face into the ground. Yeah, he wants it all. Way to go. He wants it all. I don't, I'm not enjoying the description of the full body cavity search, though, but. What's up there? I don't know. Surprise. Surprise. What is up there? Mm. You tell me. It's your watch. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Hmm. How'd that get up there? I actually did That's steal a surprise. it. <laughs> uh, my body will be a scavenger hunt like you've never seen. Um, yeah, I do appreciate this guy is, is 68 years old. And, uh, yeah, the role-playing thing. Love mm. it. Names. Uh, well, a lot of people are trying to stick with the, the hockey theme, like Badamir Tarasenko. <clears throat> uh, let's see. We got uh, Regret Hull, Payne Gretzky. But here's a couple. Thief Erickson. Mm -hmm. uh, Jimmy Felon. <laughs> Mr. Meaner. Oh, wow. That's pretty Mr. That's Meaner pretty is pretty good. good. Oh, that's so pretty Mr. good. Good job, Mr. That's man. A, hey. Hey. Great job, guys. That's Woo. a good one. Can you spell it like that, Mr. Meaner? Uh, M-E-A-N-O-R? Yeah, sure. <laughs> That's awesome. That is Mr. good. Mr. Meaner. Well done. And uh, finally, the third Craigslist Freak of the Week ad. Learn, coming at you. I want to be your Superman, man for woman, 52 years old, Toronto. I'm an incel, but not for long. I had an encounter when I was young, but haven't been very active sexually since. My parents just passed, so I now have the house to myself, and I have a very particular interest in superheroes. My favorite, of course, is Superman. He is the best and the realist. If you're at all interested in being with a superhero, I'm your guy. I've got to be upfront. I am not the real Superman. I am Superman-like. Long ago, while dreaming, I was transported by a spirit to a distant part of the universe where I met Jor-El long before Krypton's destruction. As you know, he was the inventor before siring Kal-El <laughs> Kal and the man you know as the real Superman. Jor-El gave me great knowledge and imparted his wisdom unto me and sh showed me how to harness the natural powers of Krypton and his experiments without having to be a descendant of the mighty seed like Kal-El. I can't fly yet, but I am the mightiest super lover you have ever experienced. Your mind will be blown after being with me. You may even forgot how good I am after your night with me. Come to my house and enjoy my pure sexual cosmic powers. Put Lois in the subject and make sure you are hydrated. Okay. This person is... Looney Tunes. Looney! <laughs> this is Looney Nicholas Tunes. Cage, I think. <laughs> Just say it to you, Nick. This might be the guy that walk, used to walk around Delmar. Oh. Remember the Delmar Superman? Oh, idiot? yeah, we met him. Yeah, he's super nice. Yeah, nice guy. This could be him. Yeah, we he met. lives he in that, Toronto He now? had that curl. He had a good curl. He had that good curl. Didn't he, like, stop a robbery or something and they wouldn't let him come down there anymore? Did something happen with him? Something. I, oh, we met him a couple times. He was just, yeah, he was in front of the Cardinals games. Yeah, <clears throat> out in front of Bush. 
Uh, okay, so this is a guy, uh, he just wants to make it clear, he is not the real Superman, but he's Superman-like. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jarrell uh, gave him uh, the knowledge. <laughs> gave him the knowledge. and uh, He can't fly yet. He's a super guy in bed. Be hydrated. Is he? <laughs> make, make is this sure. a super guy in bed? <laughs> Probably not. I mean, <laughs> I am not aroused at all. I, I don't no? understand. I am not. I am. I am an incel, but not for very long. I don't understand what that. What is an incel? And I what happened to his parents? And They're both dead. Involuntary celibate. Yeah, that means somebody that hasn't had sex and is he not, want it? Like he he wants it, but he like no one to be with him. Oh, which is why. And I guess people online consider themselves. Uh, Incel as well if they're like there's a community that's kind of misogynistic and a little on the fringy there. Oh, mm. somebody said Clark can't. Yeah, <laughs> Clark, Clark can't. That's a good one. Love it, dude, dude. There's a lot of them. I mean, here I'll go through the list. God, <laughs> beat uh, we'll, Clark can't. We'll start with the bad guys. Uh, we got Sex Luther. We got General Bod, which is funny. Uh, let's go over to the uh, the good, the good guys, but the actors. Christopher Slees. That's pretty good. Yeah. Peen Kane. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody says, uh, it's a perv. It's a freak. It's Superman. <laughs> yeah. Duperman. And then I think Clark Bent. Clark Bent is pretty good. You tell me, man. Oh, Clark Kent. Is, I mean, Clark Kent? Okay. All right. Let's yeah. do it. Is, is there anyone? Somebody can override me on that one. Nah. No, I like it. All right. I, first one out of the gate, I didn't hear one that uh, dethroned it. Clark Kent. All right. There are your three freaks. Uh, voting now open. You've got Craig Barubi. Craig Barubi is, uh, he's a guy that wants a, a pregnant gal. He's super aroused. He doesn't have an Oedipus complex, but it sounds like he does for sure. Uh, and if, uh, he, he, you know what? I don't even want to bother with this one because I think, I think it's winning. And so, yeah. I think it's winning. He'd like for you to look like his mother. This right. guy wants you to look like his mom, wants to get you pregnant, have his own. Have his mom's kid. The whole thing is very, very strange. Prepare to deliver no, my pretend, younger sister. Pretend that the kid is yours. There's yeah. a whole bunch of really the sentences are all over weird the place stuff in here. Uh, then you got uh, Mr. Meaner. Uh, Mr. Meaner is a guy. He's he's a, he wants to be a bad boy. He's been a good boy his whole life. It's a lot of role playing stuff. He wants you to pretend that you caught him shoplifting. Check his pockets, and you better cuff him and get him down. Do the full cavity search. Almost 70 years old. Wants to do this uh, whole uh, role play thing about him being a bad boy. And then he just heard from uh, Clark Kent. Clark Kent is a guy yeah. who uh, who has all the powers from Superman in a dream. And he's going to give those powers to you. Even though he hasn't done it in many decades. Okay. Learn. Uh, yeah, that's Preg Barubi who I'm voting for. That is just out of this world. You are endorsing Preg Barubi. Um, that's just so freaky. I don't like the daddy doesn't need to know. I'm kind of worried about the baby. <laughs> to be okay. honest, I'm freaked out. <laughs> uh, Rafe. Uh, I don't know, man. This was the second one. Uh, the is, second uh, one was Mr. Meaner. Yeah, that's the role play guy. Yeah, I mean, that was pretty run of the... It was run of the mill, but also very specific. Also, there's just something when the old guys get involved for me. Yeah. Uh, I, I, but yeah, I guess the pregnant one had a lot going on, so... Uh, okay. We'll do Preg Baruby, coach of the St. Louis Blues. All right, so you know it's it's funny with the with the Superman one. Don't forget that line of you may not. I'm so good, you may not remember. Mm. You yep. may not remember our oh, session no. the next day. Oh, I didn't catch that. Huh. Like that's Men a, in Black, he's got the little interesting little 
whole thing there. Oh, yeah. 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 That's interesting. It's going to knock you over the head. I mean, what's what's going on? Right. At that second place to... to or is he just know he's going to be bad? And he's like, you won't remember how good it was. You're going to think. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. You're going to think that uh, I was faster than a speeding bullet, but I actually. Or is he giving you a kryptonite drink? That's good. I don't know. But the fact that Preg Baruby wants you to look like his mom and at the same time, let's pretend the baby is mine. Mm-hmm. That is another level of The chat is craziness. saying Clark Kent is the freakiest. I don't know. Well, what do you think? Hmm. You know, I think uh, after you said that, Clark Kent, uh, uh, he closes the gap a little bit. Oh, yeah, he's in the running. But I think Craig Berube has this one. I just think there's so much going on. And how do you, how do you start there? How do you, how do you get there? I don't know. Scott? Yeah, I think oh, I'm going to go with uh, keep it. Uh, and honor our coach here. Let's go, Preg. <laughs> like the guy, I think he's he's up to something wonderful there. All right, Preg Baruby, Mr. Meaner, or Clark Kent. It's up to you guys. If you missed learn reading any of the ads, it'll be up there on the on the uh, on the podcast when that gets delivered to wherever you get podcasts, including Spotify and YouTube. Oh, and YouTube. You can go back and listen to or watch YouTube uh, older episodes or the whole thing if you missed the live broadcast. Man. Good round. Going to be, that's, yeah, it's going to be, gonna be interesting to see the results tomorrow. That's the Craigslist Freak of the Week. Thank you. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. All right, quick break. We'll come back and the uh, and the fun continues. Crap on celebrities. Hey, it's Garth Brooks. Thanks for listening to my friends on The Rizzuto Show. In the morning. And Donna Fandango. In the afternoon and all your favorite Garth songs all day long. Now that's a great combination. Hey, the Pork Steak Army needs you to design a logo. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so uh, submit your Pork Steak Army logo ideas. Go to 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Right there on the home. Right. For, first thing you see is where you submit. Yes. Uh, I've been getting a lot of emails saying email us. couldn't find. Don't email it to me. I mean, I like to see them, but make sure some of these are really good. I want to make sure they're getting in the official contest because whoever wins is going to come in studio and be christened as the first official Officers Canada School graduate of the Pork Steak That's Army. Amazing. The first lieutenant, the butter bar in the Pork Steak Army. You're going to come in studio, be sworn in, be honored. Wow. Yeah. And brought into the fold. Yeah. And trust me, there's a big event coming up. You're going to want to be part of this. So Yeah, and as as the first officer, I mean, maybe you'll play a big role. It's very possible you could. In that uh, big event. So, yeah, send in your Pork Steak Army logo uh, ideas. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Get in the contest. And, uh, yeah, don't email us, please. There's been some good ones. There's been some good ones, but please officially submit. Yeah. And it's okay uh, if you email me to show it to me, but make sure that you're going through that portal. Yeah, that's important. All right, today is June 29th. Back in the day, 67 years ago, 1956, Elvis appeared on Steve Allen's Variety Show. Does anyone remember this famous <clears throat> appearance of his? He was dressed in a tux. Elvis was forced to sing Hound Dog to a Basset Hound sitting on a stool. <laughs> I don't remember that. Oh. Was it adorable? It was pathetic. Oh. It was pathetic looking. Uh, 56 years ago, 1967, Jane Mansfield was killed when the car she was riding in slammed in the back of a semi-tractor trailer. She was uh, 34. Her daughter and two sons were in the back seat of the car. They were they were fine, only minor injuries. Her daughter is uh, Mariska Hargitay from Law & Order SVU. Hmm. And if you ever notice, on the back of a truck, there is that bar at the bottom. 
I believe that's known as the Mansfield Bar because. Whoa. Really? Because of this particular accident. Because her car went under the back of the truck, and they say she was decapitated because the truck, mm. like Good she went underneath Lord. the truck. But oh, that, you're, talking there's about, that, you're talking about semis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, a semi. So look, like this this thing that's hanging down. So the car can't go under the truck. I, th- yeah. I think they call that a Mansfield bar. Interesting. Wow. Uh, 45 years ago, 1978, Bob Crane from Hogan's Heroes was found bludgeoned to death with a camera tripod in Scottsdale, Arizona. He was 49. This story is wild. If you ever want to go down a rabbit hole of, of this conspiracy, Bob Crane from Hogan's Heroes. Good movie. He had sunk deep into the underground amateur porn business, and his murder is still unsolved. Whoa. Yeah, Hogan's Heroes was a huge show. And this was a this was a big star. Mm-hmm. And if you you could Google like the crime scene photos, it's 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 gnarly, but that's a weird rabbit hole to go down. Trying to figure out what happened to him. Uh, 35 years ago, 1988, Eddie Murphy's Coming to America at theaters. The best. 33 years ago, 1990, a major league record was set when two no-hitters were pitched on the same night by two different pitchers in two different leagues. The Oakland A's Dave Stewart and the L.A. Dodgers Fernando Valenzuela. Uh, He had no-hit the Cardinals that day. The A's were involved in another no-hitter. I'll have that in sports. Uh, 21 years ago, 2002, Nelly's Hot and Her hit number one. 20 years ago, 2003, Catherine Hepburn, one of the greatest uh, screen legends of, of Hollywood's golden era, died of natural causes at 96. Congratulations. Yeah. 16 years ago, 2007, the very first iPhone went on sale. Oh, man. Changed the world. You remember seeing the iPhone for the first time? Like, I remember uh, my boss at Casey, Tony Boozy Cruz, like, Emmis bought a bunch of people iPhones. And he brought it in, and I was so weirded out because there were no buttons. It's a game changer. It was. The world changed today, 16 years ago. Yeah. I was one of those uh, BlackBerry guys. And I was like, oh, how do I, 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 I need my keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> it had it had only four gigs of storage uh, and a 3.5-inch screen cost $499. And 14 years ago in 2009, Bernie Madoff sentenced to 150 years in a uh, U.S. maximum prison for conducting a massive Ponzi scheme. And that's what happened back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. And it's brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best. Flush the rest. BrightHouseCo.com. 636-600-0188. Pete Davidson has entered rehab due to his recent struggles with his mental health. He suffers from borderline personality disorder as well as PTSD. And, you know, he's been in the news uh, a lot over the last few months. He was dating Kim Kardashian. They broke up. That was really public. And then there was the uh, the PETA spat that he got into because, you know, he adopted a, or he didn't adopt a dog uh, from a shelter. Instead, he found a breeder and got his mom a dog. PETA lost their mind, and then he sent that, you know, pretty bad voicemail to the leader at PETA. Um, and so his girlfriend is by his side. His friends and family are taking this really seriously. Um, he also was charged this month with one count of reckless driving after smashing his car into a Beverly Hills home. So... This is this is for the best that Pete Davidson is going mm. to rehab. Madonna's celebration tour has been postponed after the iconic singer developed a severe infection. She was hospitalized in the ICU. She is improving. Full recovery is expected. Um, but her manager came forward and said her daughter's next to her and um, that she was found unresponsive over the weekend. Yeah. Whoa. It's a bacterial infection. Right. Huh. Interesting. 
Yeah, so she's on the mend. She's on so the mend. She'll make it. She's at home, full recovery expected, oh. but that tour is being postponed. Dates can be made up at a later God, time. Right, they put her, she was on a ventilator? Yeah. Oh, really? Scary, man. Yeah. Like, that's... I guess it was in her lungs? Bacterial infection in your lungs? I don't know. Or... When they put you on the ventilator, oof. That's... That is no good. No, no bueno, as Polo would say. Guns and Roses are firing back at critics who hated their Glastonbury set. Uh, there were a couple of critics that said, you know, things like from the moment GNR arrived with uncharacteristic uncharist- punctuality, they represent everything that is dated, raucist, indulgent, and macho that Glastonbury has rejected since its inception. Another critic added uh, guitarist Slash and bassist Duff McKagan still look the part of grizzled rockers who only function at night, but Axl Rose just looks weird, like an aging small-town hairdresser <laughs> who has been working too hard at the gym. The real problem, though, is his voice. Now, Savage. For real. Uh, wow. To uh, a rep for Guns N' Roses came forward and says, Axl was in top form last night. We have dug deep into the matter and it appears that the broadcast had issues being played on certain TVs like UHDs. And that was unfortunate because the mix played through those TVs sounded so poorly. However, it was not the band's fault, but rather the BBC's. Well, listen, uh, Axel doesn't sound like he did, you know, back in the day. It's still, you know. Dude. Maybe not, but like, dude, for, for a band, I mean, think of, think about what a show is, what it really is. You're going there, even if they're playing tracks these days or, or whatever. Like, you're going there for an experience. It's loud. You can feel it in your chest. It's unlike anything else. That's part of what the band is delivering for you. Oh, yeah. And when you're you seeing... pump it through a TV, you, you the band, it's just a lose-lose for a band. It's a lose-lose. Live to your TV. Sucks. And well, you know what's wild is you look at Axl Rose there. He kind of looks like a young Kathy Bates. Uh, I mean, listen, you go to a guns- cowboy hat performance. Uh, I don't no. know. He's kind of got like a weird kind of hairstyle. He's got Kathy Bates hairdo. He looks from like a hairstyle. Misery. <laughs> he does look, he, yeah, he looks like hairstyles. But uh, you're going to a Guns N' Roses show to see Slash and Duff and Axel. Yeah, to breathe the same to, air. And to sing the song, you know, sing along with the songs that you know and love. I can't wait for the Bush Stadium Me show. Me too. I am. I got tickets. Super, super stoked. You know I will saying? tell like, you this. I saw. Gun- guns N' Roses through yeah, a TV. What are you thinking you're going to Although get? I did watch. Uh, so poor Queens of the Stone Age uh, played Glastonbury, and they were on at the same time as Elton John's final oh, like, final no. performance. Okay. So I guess there's two big stages. So Elton John was on one side, and Queens of the Stone Age played the other side. And I listened to Queens of the Stone Age. Uh, their broadcast sounded amazing. Yeah. Here, here it is. Here it is. Here's the BBC broadcast on TV, Paradise City. I'm, I'm going to give you some audio. He does look good, though. Give some audio. Here we go. I mean, listen. It's like Mickey Mouse. I'm sure if you're there, it's, it's fun. <laughs> listen, somebody put up. I saw a TikTok. Or Look out, Minnie. Last <laughs> night where it was uh, Axel <laughs> Rose out. performing and uh, next to a picture of the old man from Family Guy. And once you hear it, you cannot hear it. Oh, uh, oh, take me down to the paradise city. Get your fat ass back here, boy. <laughs> What's it, Herbert? I don't know his yeah. name, Herbert but the Herbert. Man, You're right. <laughs> when great. you see, when you Hi hear Axel so and his high. pictures next to it, you can't unhear it ever. That's so good. Hi there, Chris. Dude, I want to see anybody go out there and, and do a set, a Guns N' Roses set vocally. It is not, it's not easy when the dude was 25. I'm not saying that it is. I'm just saying that 
It does sound like he's got a whole freeze it full like... of popsicles in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it sounds. He's always sounded like that. Gene Simmons says both Ace Fraley and Peter Chris turned down their invitations to perform at Kiss's final concerts in December at Madison Square Garden in New York City. Gene says, uh, I don't know what to say, but they're always welcome, and um, they turned it down. So I know, uh, I know Ace was kind of button heads with Gene and Paul when they announced that this was going to be the final tour, and it made yeah. it seem like they weren't invited, but now Gene is saying they Who were invited. Who knows what the truth is with that, with those guys? They're all old, grumpy men. Yeah. Just just fighting with each other, bickering back wearing and makeup, forth, just... wearing makeup. <laughs> Good luck to everyone. I thought this was interesting. Taylor Swift's fans are using an online calculator to determine how much they've made for her by streaming her music, and it's shockingly low. One user did this research, found out that 2,493 streams of Taylor Swift music has only generated about $6 in income for her. Isn't mm. that crazy? Yeah, but when your streams are up in the billions. Then you're making a couple you're hundred. Yeah, you're all right. Uh, well, I bet, you, I bet you her tour, and I was looking at the top tours of all time, and her tour, well, the tour she's doing right now will easily be the top tour of all time. Uh, probably surpass a billion dollars. Yeah, wow. that's what she's going for, right? I mean, I think she's what wasn't what, when they started doing this and like the whole ticket thing and then all that fiasco. I mean, you could see like, oh, okay, we're going for the record here. Oh, and they're gonna get it. So, what do you who do you think the top tour of all time is? Um, we talked about it not long ago. Yeah, Guns and Roses was up there. Yeah, because they because they had even though, even though it was like two years, it was the world tour. It was like a single tour technically. And Def Leppard and Motley Crue's stadium tour last year generated a ton. Are you talking all time? All time. You two, Bruce nope. Springsteen. Nope. Billy Jones. Nope. Elton John. Nope. Oh, yes. Uh, oh. Elton John's farewell Yellow Brick Road tour because it was like three years made eight hundred fifty three million dollars. It's not bad. Ed Sheeran was number two. His tour, the uh, Divide tour, made seven hundred seventy six million. Then U 2s U two three sixty tour. That three sixty tour was incredible. Guns N' Roses, their Not Little Lifetime tour, Rolling Stones, Bigger Bang tour. Uh, then again, Rolling Stones, the No Filter tour. Coldplay's uh, A Head Full of Dreams tour was number seven. Roger Waters' The Wall Live, eight. ACDC's Black Ice World tour. And Harry Styles, his Love On tour, is the 10th biggest grossing tour Damn. of all time. Dude, that, wow. and, that, and that's grossing numbers and all that. But when you really zoom in, uh, I don't know anything about this in particular, but... Look at Ed Sheeran. He's the only solo guy in there, really. Right. I mean, El Elton John's solo guy, but he's got a band and all this stuff. As far as the performance and the overhead goes, Ed Sheeran is splitting that money with damn near nobody. Yeah, I think he's basically nobody. a guitar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, like his production is ridiculously low. Consider, uh, you know, com compared. I mean, Taylor Swift is spinning uber oh, money he's got on dancers, production. Yeah. Oh, same with you too. And, Sheeran and is the not. Stones. Right. Uh, Moon sent me this yesterday, and it's awesome. Phoebe Waller-Bridge and Harrison Ford were trying to out-prank each other on the set of the new Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Uh, one of the more memorable pranks involved using the masks that stunt doubles would wear during filming. And so I guess uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, she would get the Harrison Ford mask, and she would go and hide in his trailer so she could scare him. Totally worked. Apparently, he walked in and says get the hell out of my trailer while blinking three times. And then 20 minutes later, Harrison Ford snuck up on her wearing her mask 
and dressed like her. Oh, so okay. So at least they're going back. Oh, so it, it was wasn't fun, all. Funsies? It wasn't all it was just fun. grumpy. You oh, know, I thought grumpy it was Harrison. I thought it. Was, <laughs> I read the 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 headline. I thought it was Harrison Ford was like really upset. No, no, no. He got her back. Oh, okay. Because all I thought was like. What interview have you seen Harrison Ford in the last four decades where you thought this is a prank-worthy kind of guy? You or know he has like, any like, charisma like, at all. Like he's going to he have does. a lot of fun with this. He I think he plays time. into that curmudgeon stuff. I think he, yeah, you like, think so? I think he does a little bit. I mean, if I'm popping I up on a 79-year-old guy in oh, yeah. trailer. It's your future. The, you <laughs> yeah. know by the earring that he's fun. You he's got an earring? Oh, he does. Got an earring. Oh, yeah. What? Oh, see, I don't see earrings. Uh, he got I think it it's, pierced on Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> I think it's it's just a gold ball. It's a hoop. Oh, it's a hoop now. I, I don't, remember he's just being super a gold cute ball. with it. I don't it. see your, your jewelry. Uh, Paramount is having a Yellowstone uh-huh. marathon for 4th of July weekend. It kicks off tomorrow at 8 p.m. Final episodes of the series will air sometime in November. And finally, Fallout Boy just released an updated version of Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire, uh, referencing all sorts of things where Billy Joel picked up, you know, where he stopped with that song back in the 80s. Fallout Boy has picked it up, and it's actually worth the listen to. All right. I, li- I, like I listen to it. Okay. I mean, it's... They reference everything from 9-11, QAnon, Rodney King, here's, Tiger here's King. Here's all this. Let's get this going here. And, and the lyrics video is out, so you can follow along. That's more seconds of anything. We'll have it on the blog. Well, I, I, I love the original Billy Joel version. I want the people to hear it. Okay. We know what song it is. Is that? Yes, it is. We didn't start the fire. Okay. All right. Take it away. Shoehorn things in there. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it's a chronological timeline as much no, as Billy he's bouncing Joel's around. Right. He's kind of bouncing around. Just to rhyme. Want, want another uh, verse? Here we go. This would probably be the only time I listen. Uh, it's not that it's bad. It's just like uh, you Firefest, then Y2K. Come on, man. You want order? Try a little you want harder. To order. Sure. If you're gonna do it, do it. The Billy J. He went through the decades, man. Try a little harder. <laughs> <laughs> Try a little harder. What? <laughs> get it in order. I'm not necessarily hey. like a Fallout Boy enthusiast all the time. Gives me some PTSD of working at the mall. But hey, I like this. How about? By the way, throwing in Balloon Boy. I love that. Balloon Boy. Yeah, for everybody. Balloon Boy got in. Balloon Boy got in. <laughs> and 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 it was Bobbit, comma John, to make it fit. So it wasn't John Bobbit. It was Bobbit, comma John. You know what? Ah, fine. fine. Whatever. Back to you. Okay, enjoy. Bobbit, comma John. Yeah. Huh. All right. Celebrities celebrating birthday today. Nicole Scherzinger. That's the Pussycat Dolls lead singer. Is 45. Melora Hardin. 
Anybody know who that is? That's Jan from that's, uh, The that's Office. That's right, Jan from The Office. And she plays a key role in The Wire. It's incredible. She's 56. Colin Hay, Minute Work singer, 70. Dan Deardorf, former Monday Night Football announcer and offensive lineman for the St. Louis Football Cardinals, is 74. Fred Grandy, that's a gopher on the love boat. He also went on to serve four terms in the U.S. House of Representatives from 87 to 95. Fred is 75. Ian Pace, Hall of Fame drummer and founding member of Deep Purple, is 75. Richard Lewis, Larry Budd on Cooper, Curb Your Enthusiasm, is 76. And Gary Busey. Oh, Gary Busey. Gary. Oh, Gary. How old is Gary? Gary is 79 years old. Nice. And last year got caught masturbating in a park. But you know what? <laughs> what? That's our Gary. Par for the course. That's are you upset about that? Uh, if there were children around, yes. If there, if there, if there are no children around. Hey, motorcycle Fine. accident. Whatever. <laughs> so it's, that's so Gary. Oh, uh, Gary. Uh, it's Gary again. <laughs> Love that guy. Can, can that be said? I mean, because that's something with the with the accident. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Listen, he's an Academy Award uh, nominee. Yeah, for his uh, portrayal of Buddy Holly. Yeah. Post, Back post in the day, that's, that's that's I think that's pre-accident. Oh, he yeah, was? was. And he should have won one for Black Sheep too. He was incredible. Oh yeah, the, the military guy in the bus. Mm-hmm. Also, when he, I don't remember what. You've seen the documentary where he's like, uh, silence, re-enter, talk to me as if as if you just wandered into my house, ask better questions. He's like telling the documentary, he's just an office rocker. He was doing a show where he was, was like an end? animal judge. Oh, yes. Oh, Remember that? So it was right. a show where Gary Busey was the judge and animals were the defendants and plaintiffs. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about this. He's pet judge. Yeah. He's like Gary Busey, pet judge. He also tried to launch that he created this thing. He's like, I like to change the meaning of a word, rearranging its letters. Riz, rising, intelligent, zebra, xylophone. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, yeah, I see that. None of that makes sense. He was doing that on what? Celebrity Rehab. That's yeah, what it dude. means. For, for some reason, every once in a while, I feel like he hits a plane where I'm like, damn, that's making a lot of sense. Yeah, like, man. I mean, every <laughs> once in a while, dude. <laughs> He'll pop into something. I go, oh, subscribe. Like, I like what he's saying. And then he'll say something else. I go, dang, yeah. dang. Just, he needs a. Yeah, he it needs, does make sense. He, Super exciting. <laughs> he needs somebody to <laughs> stop him. Yeah. Like, oh, that was great. Stop. I'm looking for Scott Bakula. I need to employ him as a time wizard. I'd like to travel back in time. Steal my Oscar for the Buddy Holly performance. <laughs> All right, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Caitlin Ashley. And today's birthday girl has been in 392 fine films, including Ass Ventura, Crack Detective. She was in Big Knockers 2, 3, 4, and 11. Brazier to Eternity. Bubble Butts 27. She was in a Clockwork Orgy. Uh, Devil in a Wet T-Shirt. The Raunch Ranch. The Sex Lives of Clowns. Scott's favorite, Vagina Town. <laughs> and who Good can forget her role in 2004's Say Aloha to My A-Hola. <laughs> Is that an island? Aloha. Yeah. <laughs> What in the world? Caitlin Ashley is 52 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays. And that was your crap on celebrities. I guess I guess he has a book called Buseyisms. All right, let's, I'm, yeah. I'm going to give you some. Go to the beginning. I don't yeah. know what he's going to say here. Because it helps me understand the meaning of one word with the sentence that reflects the word's meaning and definition. These are called Buseyisms because I take these from my own heart, my own spirit, my own soul, and make this interpretation so you can hear it and live by it. 
The word now, N-O-W. No other way. Nice. Uh-huh. Time out. <laughs> I'm time out. To ensure measured energy on using time. The word team, T-E-A-M. Together, everyone achieves more. And that's the foundation of the bottom line. Make that up. Yeah, that sounds like something that's been around. I think I've heard that one. That's abuse. Yeah, that's. I think I've heard that one before. Just let him have it. Let him have it. Yeah. (laughs) Who's going to tell him differently? Let him have it, except for in the park. Don't take that to the park. Don't take it to the park. Never. Uh, Let's see. Gary's out on the front lawn watering the lawn with no pants on. Come on. Got good advice. Learn, loving, energy, retired. Water. Niagara. Wieners. Around. Team effort. What? Right. (laughs) All right, we got to take a break. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. All right, we got some of your emails. And uh, our buddy Chris Blair from uh, Worldwide Technology Raceway is going to come in and tell us about this weekend's Night of Fire and Thunder Spectacular. Oh, yeah. Night of Fire, 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 Thunder, Thunder, Thunder. All right, welcome back to the show. We got in studio right now our good buddy, executive vice president and general manager of Worldwide Technology Raceway, Mr. Chris Blair joins us. Thanks for having me. Good morning, Chris. Good morning. And you're here for one reason and one reason only. Big reason. Yeah, Learn's here. That's why. That's right. Well, okay, so that's like (laughs) reason and a half. That's that's not your short joke, by the way. I love this guy. Chris is going to discuss, does ketchup belong in the fridge? Yes. Oh, yeah. Do yes. you have it in the fridge? Yeah. Good. Actually, you know what? The world is divided on this. Thought, you know you know why it's divided? Because there is no wrong answer. I thought if you oh, left it out, it would go bad. There is. Once you well, pop the, oh, the bottle. It I is a so vinegar-based uh, based condiment, and oh. uh, vinegar-based condiments are okay being left out. Oh. And if you go to restaurants, you know, you go to like a hamburger joint, normally the it's, it's on the table, right? But I thought they took it in like every night and oh. put it back in the fridge. But Heinz has weighed in. Really? Heinz, so the official, like the official Heinz Twitter account has weighed in. And said, please buy more. (laughs) Well, aside from saying that, (laughs) Rafe, ketchup inside or outside the fridge? In. In the fridge. Chris is an in the fridge guy. In. Learns an in the fridge gal. Moon? Mine is always in the fridge fridge. because it's happening. You got to have it cold. Scott's an in the fridge guy. Yeah, it tastes better. I'm an in the fridge guy. Heinz says... Keep it in the fridge. Nice. Wow. Really? There we go. Lucky. Now we, yeah. Thanks for coming in, Chris. Thanks. thanks. <laughs> hey, you know what? To See be, you in a month. <laughs> to, to be fair, I'll say this. It's both. It's in the fridge and the pantry because one thing I hate is when you run out of ketchup and don't have a backup. So we always have a backup that's ready to go. Yeah. You don't have a drawer so t- full t- t- of ketchup packets? Oh, man, I don't yeah. do ketchup packets, and you know that, and I I'm, know a, I'm insulted that you even brought up that thought in my brain. <laughs> I hate it. I hate thinking about ketchup packets. Mm. Because who you, who needs a single packet? Now, I gotta, I, now I'm tearing things. I'm making messes. My fingers got stuff Dude. on it. I don't want things on my fingers. I got ketchup in my car right I now. I forgot about Ready your finger thing. Yeah, he's got a finger issue. Packets oh. are you don't eat. He doesn't eat chicken wings. It's a colossal waste. Peanut yeah, butter. this guy. He's terrified of peanut butter. No, I just have a thing. Yeah, I don't. I don't He's like got a peanut butter phobia. <laughs> Do you have anything like I that, Chris? I love peanut butter. He's allergic. I don't think I'm allergic. Are you allergic to anything weird? 
No. All right. Well, this guy can do well, anything. Well, eggs. I can't, eggs give me issues, but that's All about right. it. That's a bummer. But he's got a, te- it's a, it's a finger, like it's a it's texture. A, yeah, there's some, there's some sort of texture thing. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's that's funny. a mental thing. That's not a. There's something yeah. going on. Yeah. With, with he like, got I don't, peanut I don't butter like, on his fingers one time and checked himself into rehab. That's I don't crazy. like a particular. <laughs> I know. It is absurd. Him. It's irrational, and I don't know what it is. It has some power over me. It's my kryptonite. It's it's the oil. It's like that palm oil. And if there's any sort of sauces or anything to have that oil on my fingers, oh yeah, I just get, I just get skeeved. You getting the heebie-jeebies right now? Yeah, dude, breaking out. Don't like it. Don't like it. So I just don't like things on my fingers that are like sticky or whatever. Do you, okay, so this is kind of like those people who are have gluten issues. When you go up to a concession stand and place your order, how do you go through all this with those people when you're placing? Oh no, order? I don't. I don't. Uh, no, I just. I, but ketchup packets. Come on, man. Like, everybody, what a colossal waste. That has to be more yeah. cost. That has to be more overhead than just throwing it in a bottle or something. I don't even care. Like, you know, there's like hepatitis worries about like public bottles. Pfft, I do that all day before I do ketchup. How do you, yes. oh, I'm not even going to get started. I have so God. many questions. But hey, we got, the, we got the tech. We got the cups, you know, like the. Yeah, the, like Chick fil A's got there's the cups. dipping cups. Do right. that. Do that. Yeah. All no, day. I'm into that. How has that not killed off the, the ketchup pack? The whole thing on bottles on the tables. When I was a kid, I watched a kid at another table in a restaurant and he popped open the bottle of ketchup and he was taking his french fries and he was stuffing them down into the Heck bottle. Yeah. To leave for somebody else. Whoa, leave for somebody weird. else. And since that time, I've always been Stop kind of freaked out. Because about... we cannot be trusted as a society. No, exactly. th- think about this. Think about We're the all process. savages. Think about the process of what a ketchup pack is going through. There's like 50 hands are taking it. For, you know, they're grabbing oh, it. Wow. So it's like dirty That's hands, dirty hands, dirty hands. Then when I have to open it, I got to go whoop. And like, let's say I do a perfect tear. I get the corner off. It's all good. Uh-huh. Now my hands have touched this packet. And now I'm going to slide down to make sure I touch every millisecond, every square you know, uh, millimeter of this thing. So now I got germs for years, and then I'm going to grab fries with it and dip it immunity. in this crap. I'm sorry? It just helps build your you oh, know, immunity. Sure it does. I'm just saying, this thing immune has, system. has worn out its welcome. The I, worst thing I saw, I was at a particular fast food joint, and I talked about this on the air, was uh, it's like the self-serve pump. Yeah. So it's like the ketchup, it's the barbecue sauce, it's whatever other yeah, yeah, yeah. mustard. So somebody was pumping ketchup into a little white cup yeah. they have, and then after he was done, he took his finger and went underneath the <laughs> nozzle oh. and in his mouth. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh. Just licked it with his tongue at that Well, point. to be That's forthcoming. So it was good to see you that day, Rafe. <laughs> yeah. You know, they get clogged. Somebody has to do that. You do the pinky, you numb you numb yeah. your gums with a little bit of Heinz yeah. to get you started, and then uh-huh. you go to town. You know, yeah. everybody knows that. And I, to be forthcoming, we are going to Golden Corral after Riz gets done with his oh. You Do You 62 for his birthday. He hasn't been to a buffet in years. And the last time I was at Golden Corral, I watched a kid stand in front of the chocolate fountain unsupervised and just take a bite of a Rice Krispie <laughs> treat, put it back under there, soak it, suck the chocolate <laughs> off, put it under there, and just was putting his sucking the chocolate oh. off a Rice Krispie treat on a stick and just putting it back in this chocolate fountain which golden Corral's famous for so i'm just letting you know well maybe people don't know the chocolate's recycled yeah it yeah, goes yeah. round around they think they it just goes it went back through yeah, there's just a river it goes it a chocolate to, plant <laughs> to, <laughs> to, yeah, willy treatment plant. to yeah. willy wonka's house gets yeah, uh, sanitized and goes back to <laughs> oh, and goes back to the golden Corral. He's drinking out of the chocolate hose man to be clear not stopping me from using the chocolate fountain. Me just neither. letting you know nice. what we're getting ourselves into me now when you go to golden Corral, which i've never been to chris have you ever been to a Golden Corral? Years ago, I went to one, and that's, you know, it, it, similar to his thing. I've seen, I saw stuff <laughs> happening, and it's like I'm never going back. I've seen yeah. things. Yeah. Um, do you have to pay for dessert separate, or is it one? Oh, no. Golden Corral's all, you're all in, bro. <laughs> yep. That's great. Fifteen ninety nine or whatever it costs. Fifteen ninety nine, and you, you are your waiter. Yep, you bought the place. 
I'm Box. buying everybody sweatpants, and we're going to go. Gray sweatpants. Mm-hmm. I'm going to buy still, them to go to Costco. They still have it where the, 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 the cashiers are, like, out in front, right? I it's almost so. like I, mean, I haven't been in a long time. When I, when I was a kid, I feel like as you walk in, there was, like, two or three things, and it was almost like a turnstile. Yeah, like, Here you go. you're, like, you're going to a fair. They hand you a tray and a cup. You get a wristband. Yeah. Oh, you got a wristband? No, I'm <laughs> That's incredible pizza or whatever. <laughs> like, if you want to run out to your car, they stamp your hand. Yeah, yeah. Are you coming back? You coming <laughs> back? To the car? The rest of the day? No, once you're out there, you're out. You can't come back in. That's yeah. right. Oh, man, what if they had an all-day graze? Like a promotion? That'd be great. Gosh. 25 bucks. 25 bucks, all-day graze. You can come in, and, come in and go. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, all-day graze, Come on down to Golden Trail for graze days. That's how, you, <laughs> that's how you lose your first million right there. Is yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. I could just see that. that oh, would, man. Not... I tell you what, I think that's what they did at Silver Dollar City. We, remember, we went uh, la- last year or the year before for the first time in, like, October or November. So most people weren't there, but there was old folks everywhere. Right. And we found out why. It's because they have a thing. They're not there for the rides. It's like 35 bucks, and you can eat at any of the restaurants all day. So so they just go Whoa, in, worth it. pay, and they, they get, they get three meals. All They're right. all hanging out. It was like a community. It was genius. I'm in. Genius. So we'll do all, We'll do Golden Corral first. I've never been to Olive Garden either. So maybe we'll do that next. All you can eat breadsticks. You Very said nice. you wanted to eat your way through Italy. That's as close as we're going to get. That's it. <laughs> Don't they have something called the Tour of Italy? Yeah. I think so. Which is authentic, right? We got oh, it for yeah, your birthday. Sure, yeah. <laughs> It's as close as as close to Rome as I could get. Yeah, yeah. Hey, they say the uh, cashiers are still at the front, but make sure you bring cash to tip the waitress. Don't forget about Oh, them. yeah, no, I'm not. Well, what waitress? What are we tipping? What am I tipping? I, we're doing no work. Right. I think she I'm comes t- and clears the she clears the yeah, shame away. Yeah, the busters. <laughs> She's more of a shame clearer okay, than so a waitress. Tip the shame. <laughs> yeah, tip, yeah, tip the busters. You go back to the buffet and she just makes it all go away. <laughs> Whatever you left on the table. <laughs> She'll delete the photos that yeah. she took of you at the buffet. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, Chris, what's going on? Or What? Hell, I don't know. I've lost track. Oh, okay. uh, uh, Chris Blair uh, hey. from Warwick to College Raceways here. So, I want to talk about this weekend's Night of Fire and Thunder Spectacular. Yeah. So, it kicks off tomorrow night. Yes. We're qualifying tomorrow night. $20 car load on Friday. So, if people are really, really bored looking for something to do, load up everybody. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that concept of the come out and graze with us, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Get 20 as many bucks people for, as you can in the car for 20 bucks. Yeah, it's for tomorrow night. And then on Saturday, but Saturday's the big show. Tomorrow's kind of like the qualifying night for the racing classes, but Saturday's the big show. And we're telling everybody because everybody's freaking out because of the temperatures that, you know, it's a night show. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the emphasis in the title. It says night of. Yeah, it doesn't uh, say so. day of fire and thunder. It's night of fire and thunder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when the sun goes down, the skies light up. I just streamed that up a couple days ago just to remind everybody that it is a night event. Come on out if you've been cooped up all day in the AC and everybody's driving you nuts. Come out to the racetrack. It'll be a really good time. And it's the quarter sure. mile, so it's it's. It I mean, we're, we're talking cars going over 230 miles an hour. Yeah, so we have the, we'll have funny cars doing the, the quarter mile. We have pro mods. They'll be racing in the eighth, but the jet cars, that's a uh, quarter mile pass down the track. If you've never seen a jet car, it is a car with a jet motor in it <laughs> that goes 300 miles an hour. Wow. Wild. So, yeah. Does fire Slide come out up. of the jet? Yes, it does. That's so they cool. do the burner pops, and that's the best part is when they're staging the cars, oh, and, they and they start boom, 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 <laughs> and it nearly blows the windows is out. Is that the fire? What? That's the fire and fire and thunder. That's a big part of it. Yeah, that right. plus the fireworks. Plus so. fireworks by yeah. our buddy Captain Jim. Exactly. Oh, look at that. Our buddy yeah. Captain Jim will be at Captain Jim's tonight, but Captain Sweet. Jim mm-hmm. will be providing the fireworks over nice. the racetrack this weekend. Very good. Yeah, and it's gonna be a good show. Like so, the last so, you know, we, we're gonna have racing going all evening, all day. Even after the fireworks, we'll be having racing going on until early in the morning. But uh, the, the big show is seven thirty with uh, the first round of, of the jet cars. Nine thirty is the second jet car pass, and as soon as they cross the finish line, we shut the lights off. And we start shooting off fireworks. So it'll be a good time. Super fun. Yeah. So that's Friday. And so that's 
So what's happening Saturday then? Saturday. That Saturday night is Saturday the big night show. Is the big show. Friday night is all qualifying stuff. Exactly. So you can make a whole. I mean, so Friday night is to bring a car load for twenty bucks. Yep. And you can make a whole weekend of it. Well, and uh, kids twelve and under are in for free, which yeah. is really big. Yeah. And this we just wanted this. You know, when I was out in Vegas, we used to do a night before the fourth show for years, and that was became the big thing at the Bullring at uh, at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. So when we came here, we wanted to come up with something that mm-hmm. for the people who don't go to the lake, for the people who are kind of stuck here. Uh, or just have some other plans, or if their work schedule's kind of messing up their travel plans, you know, especially with the fourth being on Tuesday, and if you're one of those poor folks that has to work on Monday, you know. You got to work on Monday? Yeah. Ah, this guy's got to work on Monday. We're off. I got to work on Saturday, too. Come on. But uh, this way, you know, for the staycationers, come on out to the racetrack. It'd be a great time. Yeah, and the listen, and you say, oh, the track in Madison. Dude, it's, it's. Wherever you are, it's a half hour away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, doesn't, right. it doesn't matter where you are in the St. Louis area. Your ways could tell you it's 45 minutes away, but it's a half hour away. Even Chicago, flight takes 30 minutes to get to St. Louis. You can get to the track. Yeah, so if you're staying mm-hmm. in town, you know, so tomorrow and on uh, Saturday, it's a night of fire and thunder spectacular uh, brought to you by uh, Travers. And by the way, congratulations on the, again, successful NASCAR weekend down there. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah we we were just recovering for it, you know, so we're, we're kind of grilling into that mode. You know, most places, that they, you always like to have your big show at the end. We're going to kick off our season with our big show. Yeah. And then, so we've got this, then we have Formula Drift coming up in two weeks, then the Bomberito 500 coming up at the end of August, and then NHRA at the end of September. So, you know, we've, we're kind of in that mode where we can't really it's take go, a go, go, we man. go. You know, make money while you can. That's what we have to try to do right and now. And so, so is the track on the schedule for next year, too? Uh, we can't officially announce that until the schedule comes out. But yes, right. okay. it looks yeah, like it. Looks like, uh, if you know. want to renew your tickets for for the 2023 event to get your tickets for 2024, <laughs> we will take your money and put you let you have your seats back. Right. So now, just so. you know, just behind the scenes, uh, mm-hmm. how does it work uh, when you guys got the race? You know, the first time last year. So did you guys sign like a two year deal? So you get yeah. the first and second year, and then I don't know if you were new yearly. I don't know how it works. Yeah, it was that was kind of the agreement because um, we're kind of in, NASCAR is kind of in a cycle right now where they were getting ready to renew TV partners and all that. So there weren't weren't any real long term agreements. So we knew once we got through the second, if we had the first year, if we hit it good, we knew there would be a third. Is kind of the way that our renewal process mm-hmm. works. And uh, the big thing they were looking at is you know everybody hits a home run that first year. They wanted to see how the second year would go. Yeah, and it, we had such a tremendous crowd. We had a second second sellout again, which that yeah. was fantastic, and all the things that uh, they really look for, traffic, amenities, all the improvements we've made, uh, it's it's helping for the long term of the racetrack. Yeah, sure. and you know we're, we're talking before we went on the air, like you know how the weekend go, and you were like traffic was great, in <laughs> and out the of the track. <clears throat> Yeah, because that's, you know, people love to complain about stuff. Yeah. yeah we, I mean, we had traffic free-flowing in less than 25 minutes. It, so it, it could be, you know, great. the best race you've, you know, in the history of NASCAR. People are like, I don't wait five minutes to get out of the parking lot. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> so, now all that went really well. And, you know, you I know you were off chasing monkeys and volcanoes. And, yes, but, in Costa Rica. But we <laughs> you had an all-new garage experience. So, when you do come out for the Bomberito 500, I'll take, show you around. Yes. Uh, it's the the garage experience now is fantastic. And it's been one of the best experiences at a racetrack you'll see anywhere in the country that's awesome yeah and yeah. it's a real listen all these races and everything at the track it's it's so family friendly and it's great mm-hmm. to see kids down there and when a kid sees a car go 300 miles an hour mind blown mind yeah. blown yeah cool yep. That's so cool. this weekend it's the night of fire and thunder tomorrow and Saturday. So tomorrow it's 20 bucks car load get in yes correct and it's night 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 yes night. 
So it's going to be nice and cool down there at the track. Get your tickets, www.raceway.com. Uh, can they get them there, too? Yeah, you, you can get them at the gate. So, yeah, in advance, we'll have a streamlining process. If you do have your tickets, you can pull around everybody else to get in. But, uh, yeah, you can buy your tickets at the gate. So. Awesome. It's going to be it's going to be a wonderful weekend. Happy 4th, Chris. Thank you so much. And yeah. uh, we'll see you soon. We love the racetrack. We love you and, and Curtis. Hey, we love doing. Uh, the, we're gonna, if uh, Lori sends me the renewal, we'll be doing the traffic with you for another year or two. Oh, actually, so. right yes, our on. traffic and weather yeah. sponsor. Let's get to that right now. The, the the my hero, Chris Blair. Yes, and not enough superlatives I could use for this guy. <laughs> Pseudo show traffic and weather. All right, it's nine fourteen. Sports and the emails next. Fishing lake where a boat could be rented. Oh, a boat. You yeah, see, that, and that's where you throw it yeah. because there's a lot of good fishing spots, and most of them you can't rent boats. You can have boats if you got a boat, but I don't know pers- within 45 minutes. Maybe an hour. Maybe Quiver River. They have that lake over there you can rent boats at. But how is far it, away is that? It's about 40 minutes from your house probably. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I'd be looking in a rivers, man. Maybe just like go go to the Missouri. Well, if what he's not it? used to rivers, I'd be... What yeah, about up in St. Charles, uh, like, they got a bunch of docks where people With store the their boats, but I don't oh. know if they... Um, I had to say to steal a boat. I got some kayaks you can borrow. You want to borrow our kayaks? I don't think my father-in-law's the kayaking type of guy. No, you don't know until you try. What's more important, it it. the boat or the fishing? I don't know. Because there's a lot of great fishing. At Bush, uh, what's the... Um, Bush Wildlife? Yeah, you can rent. They have a whole bunch of boats you can rent over there too, and they got tons of lakes. Okay, yeah, I guess so. But I and I and I hate to say this because I am such a bush wildlife enthusiast. I've been fishing there my whole life. I know it's it is insanely overfished now. And oh yeah, not it's, it's rough goings. It's rough goings. Yeah, listen, we have a lake in our backyard, and you can catch like you know little things. There's a couple, you know, there's a couple, you know, bass in there. That, you know, but not much. He wants to go take my son like fishing, fishing. Yeah, big been- muddy adventures. Where's that? Where's that? That's this river? is St. Louis's boat rental service in St. Louis. Hmm. That's up by Alton, right? I'm looking at this. Well, that's not bad. Hmm. Or Grafton. They got well. Yeah, they got a. Uh, they got all sorts of different. They don't have a boat. They have canoes. They have paddle boats, double kayak. Oh, right, yeah. Stand up no, yeah. paddle boards, which are all fun. There's a lot of places like that, but he's he's looking for like a, a bass right. boat. Yeah, that or or even like to even a row. Like, what would be a good row? You can't fish uh, Creve Corley, can you? Yeah, uh, yeah, I do all the time. But again, you can row out. You got you can, can you row out there? Yeah. They got canoes. Well, I, I think I don't know if they rent rows. Yeah, they 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 rent canoes. They rent uh, kayaks. I always take my kayak out there. But there's so many gar. Like it's so, so in, invasive. Those those oh gar God. out there. That that's a little it's a little less fun than. Listen, man, if he wants a list of like fishing spots, I got a whole list. And even up in Newtown, there's some spots you can fish that are great. 
But oh, well, send your what about Carlisle Lake? The boat rent thing and fishing. I don't know. Do they rent boats at Lake St. Louis? What about like Airbnb for boats? Like, is there anything like that yet? I don't know. Where you could That's rent out. idea. Like yeah. Toro for cars? Life, Mark Twain. Everybody's saying Mark Twain. Yeah, Mark Twain's good. Carlisle could be good, too. But is Mark Twain within 45 minutes? I think it's a little I mean, he'll that. go an hour. Well, if he's going to go an hour, just go go to Lake of the Ozarks. That's That's way fish. Long, way longer than an hour. That's, I mean, hour hour 30, hour 40. Yeah, I go to Mark Twain Lake. On uh, right, isn't July it? 4th weekend. Okay, okay. So you're right. He's picked. He's 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 got a lot uh, of difficult parameters to line up here. And if he goes to Mark Twain Lake, he's stopped by Your Mark son Twain's. will learn more than just fishing if he goes to Lake Yeah, Lake yeah, yeah. But that, end up in Party Cove. I think the lake gets a bad rap. Yeah? Well, it all depends on where you go. It does. And there's and there's good fishing there and all that kind of stuff. If you really want to do something, you go down to the southern border. You do Taney Como, Bull Shoals. Yeah, it's far. All right. That's right. They're looking for like a Sunday trip. Mm. You go to Mark Twain Lake then. And he says, hey, do you want to go? And I just haven't answered. Oh, <laughs> look at you. You don't want to go? He asked. He goes, uh, you want to go too? And I turned around and walked away. Huh. So they say you can rent a John boat or a paddle or any of that kind of stuff out at Bush Wildlife. In lake 33, it's got a cro- it's got a crappie beds all along the other side, and it's a, it's a bigger lake. So, so got, Bush Wildlife, you, you, you got rent. bass. Okay, all right. Yeah. yeah, I don't fish that lake all that often, but... Um, Listen, for their purposes, it's not yeah, that maybe, far. Maybe that's the greatest one. I don't know. It's not that far, and it's... I don't want them going so far. You, know? you can fish in Forest Park, can't you? Yeah, you got. The- I always see, uh, like, I played golf out there one time, and I almost nailed the guy just walking across the fairway with a fishing pole. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "Where's that guy going?" And then he was just sitting on the bank fishing. I don't know if there's, I don't know if it's good fishing. I don't know anything, they need, they but they I definitely know downtown. you can. I think. Yeah, they don't need to go there. Yeah, do a Bush Wildlife Lake Thirty Three. That sounds good, actually. All Bush, right. And Bush Wildlife, awesome too. It's right on ninety four. You're, you're right out there. Easy, easy peasy. Yeah, that's not bad. All right, thank you. Uh, let's do sports. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. All right, Moon, what do you got? You know what? Today, sports is brought to you by Big Dick's Brick Mailboxes, your one-stop shop for all mailboxes. Need a new mailbox.com? Uh, the U.S. men's national team wrote a hat trick from 2022 FIFA World Cup veteran forward Jesus Ferrara to uh, a convincing 6 to nothing victory against St. Kitts and Nevis. We talked about this yesterday. This was in the CONCACAF Gold Cup group play. Happened last night in front of a little over 21,000 at City Park. The 6-0 score is tied for the USA's largest margin of victory at the Gold Cup, having previously defeated Cuba in 2015 and Trinidad and Tobago. And this wasn't even in 2019 thing, by right? the same mark. Yeah, no, no, no. Like they're, it wasn't. They're, they're, half of their population could fit in the stadium. The countries, that is. Uh, the USA's first three goals were scored in the span of three minutes and 50 seconds. That is the fastest span for three goals in a competitive match in U.S. men's national team history. Now sitting atop Group A with four points and a plus-six goal differential, the U.S. M&T will close out the group stage against Trinidad and Tobago on Sunday, June 2nd in Charlotte. Right-hander Giovanni Gallegos allowed five runs on four hits, including a pair of home runs and one walk in the eighth inning as the Cardinals lost 10-7 to the Astros in the second game of a three-game series of Bush last night. The Cardinals were leading 7-5 heading into the eighth, but Gallegos allowed a single and a walk by the first two batters he faced. They go again tonight at Bush with a start of 6-15. The Blues selected Slovakian forward Dalibor Dvorsky. Uh, Dvorsky. From the, uh, it was, this was the number 10 pick, a 6'1", 205-pound player that lives in the interior at the net front and a prospect that was thought, as, uh, thought of as unlikely to reach St. Louis after the first nine picks of the evening. The selection was the Blues' highest since they took Petrangelo at number four See, overall in 2008. You see, he's such a baby face. Mm. They all are, man. It's wild. 
Uh, it was the first four that the Blues took in the top 10 since 1988 when St. Louis drafted Rod Brendamore with the ninth pick. I don't remember getting Brendamore. Uh, and, and obviously the first pick went to Chicago and it was Connor Bedard, who's supposed to be like a, a generational, this is the, the, the guy they're going to, you know, put the franchise on his back. He's not even 18. Wow. Yeah, and, and you know it's crazy? You see these things that say like, you know, who, who ranked the best and the worst in the draft and the Blackhawks were like... Everybody's number one. Like this was they they did the best in the draft. Oh well, just to and get this like kid, Carolina and just to get this kid. You know, you almost wanted to tank the season to get this kid. Uh, Stenberg, Otto Stenberg, taken with pick number twenty-five by St. Louis, and then Theo Lindstein, taken number twenty-nine by the Blues, uh, played together in Sweden, and they they've been friends for a half dozen years. They roomed together at the Under-18 World Championship, and suddenly they were drafted to the same team. Stenberg was talking to reporters when he heard about his buddy getting picked, and said, "Quote: Is Lindstein picked by St. Louis? Oh, that's fantastic. We're really good friends. And same with Dalibor. We played together in some tournaments when we were younger. I know him really, really well." So that's pretty cool. Those three guys might know each other and kind of come up in the same organization. We'll see if we keep them and how it goes. Um, we all hate the Yankees here, and in a span of a few hours. Nope, not uh, all of us. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot. The New York <laughs> New York Yankees pitcher Domingo, is it Herman or Germain? Germain. Germain uh, went from one of the worst stretches of his career to Major League Baseball history. The right-hander threw the 24th perfect game in Major League Baseball history in an 11 to nothing Yankees win yesterday. Setting down the A's in Oakland, it was the fourth perfect game in Yankees history. As, what was it, Hermain? Germain? Sure. Uh, joins he, <laughs> he, he joins Don Larson, David Wells, and David Cohn, giving the franchise the most among MLB teams. The final stat line, and 27 down. nine innings pitched, zero hits, zero walks, nine strikeouts, 99 pitches. Wow. Here's that sounded like. Grounded to third. Just to put that in perspective a little bit, and you don't have to play that clip again, but maybe you will after I, I, I kind of make this point. Put that in perspective. This is away. So this is in Oakland. It's on the other side of the country. Oakland not doing very well where, like, they're, they're not selling they're a ton the of tickets. The not selling a ton of tickets either. So it's sort of sparsely attended. The away team throws a no-hitter, which, I mean, a perfect game, which sucks, by the way, for that guy to not do it at home. Right. And listen to those cheers. That's how rare this is in Major League Baseball. That's true. Like, I mean, it, the place exploded. Like, holy crap, we bought tickets to an A's game and saw the 24th perfect game very ever thrown. Cool. Hmm. Very, very cool. I'm mooning that's your sports because I could throw a perfect game. Yeah, there was Man. a funny moment outside the uh, NHL draft. So one of these know-it-all sports podcasters, um, was out on the street in Nashville, and he was asking people at uh, people's knowledge of hockey. Mm -hmm. so this guy's all, I'm a podcaster. I'm a sports podcaster. But it was the podcaster who should be tested because he had no idea he was talking to the GM of the Blackhawks <laughs> when he was when he was out on the street. Listen, to this moron. What's your name and where are you from? Uh, Kyle from Chicago. From Chicago. Yeah. You ever been to Nashville before? Uh, a couple times. Yeah. For, for a Blackhawks team. Uh, yeah. All right, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much would you say you know about hockey? Probably, like, I didn't play professionally or anything, so probably, like, a 4. Oh, wow, okay. So Fan of this. The GM of the Blackhawks. Or, I don't know, <laughs> some people four. say I don't know that much, so. Okay. So Most of the uh, 2010 or 2013 Chicago Blackhawks, were you watching that team? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Do you think that the league rigged the draft in favor of the Chicago Blackhawks? 
No. Pretty confident. I'm very confident. Yeah. Okay. All I'm right. The GM of the Atlanta Hawks, you moron. Yeah. And by the way, the guy's he microphone. Was, he was playing with him until he like hit him with the, like a real controversial thing. Right. He's like, no. That's uh, not and by what the way, happened. The guy's mic <laughs> technique is funny because he would like move it from his mouth while he was still talking. Uh huh. Oh, that's the <laughs> that's the best move. Like while he's still talking. One time he didn't even have it towards him at all. But I'm a podcaster. But you know so what? So Riz, what is your favorite color? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who's gonna know every GM what they look like in the NHL? Yeah, but if you're okay, but if you're on the street trying to make people look like fools, yeah, with how much they know about hockey, right? And it's you. Who is interviewing? Oh, it's quite ironic. I get who is it. interviewing the general manager who has the first overall pick right. in the draft? Yeah. It's a fail. It's a fail. Yeah, if there's any time that that guy's kind of the star of the show, it's that day. It's then. It's the yeah. it's, it's Chicago's draft. Good on the GM too for like playing along for a minute, keeping it vague. <laughs> I'd say I'm a four. <laughs> I'm a four. Yeah, Some I do appreciate say I'm that. lower than that. I, I love that he. I, I, I do appreciate that. that. Yeah. I do appreciate that. All right, hey, listen. In uh, 24 somewhat minutes, uh, Donnie Fandango's 28 hour radiothon begins. Oh yeah. So Donnie's in the other room, just yeah. drinking pots of coffee. I thought he'd be napping, resting. He's up. drinking pots of coffee and he's mainlining uh, Red Bull. Give him some and- of that exploder. Oh. Pay, pace yourself there, oh. Donnie. Pace, pace. They're gonna back the truck up. Yes. And it's going to be pallets of Exploder. I left him a little baggy. <laughs> you left him a baggy. You got to tell him how to use it, though. I told him. <laughs> it's like a little baggy that little earrings would come in. Yeah. Yeah. This is good stuff. It's got it's little skeletons on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the good stuff. So, uh, yeah, we'll take a break. We'll take our final break. We'll come back. And uh, we'll play the Team Riz member the song of the day. We'll wrap it up. And then Donnie will begin his 28-hour radiothon to benefit the Ronald McDonald House Charities of St. Louis. Stay there. The Rizzuto Show. All right. That is it for us. The man of the next 28 hours is to my right, Donnie Fandango. He's here. He's here and he's staying. You would think that after all of these years and all of this time doing it, that every time somebody says 28 hours, it doesn't feel like a punch to the gut at this point. <laughs> but, but, but it a little bit does, man. But, like, I'm excited and I'm nervous and I'm, you know, man, I'm, 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 I'm ready to get it. Ready to ready get, get it at it, man. Chomp it at the bit. Yeah. So, uh, all to raise money for the uh, Ronald McDonald House Charities of St. Louis. Which you, how many, how many years has it been for you? I believe this is fourteen. Wow, my fourteenth and final. I believe this is my final year. Yes, I, I, and like uh, people have asked that, you know, why is it the final year? And, and, and I'm seriously, and I'm not even joking when I say this. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like I love doing it. I love helping. I, I very much hope to 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 think of something else for for next year that does not involve me staying up for 28 hours. But um, you know, man, I mean, the thing that's that's exciting to me is since we've started to do this, you know, 14 years ago, Ronald McDonald House has added another. I think actually two houses, one in awesome. uh, one by uh, Mercy uh, off in Creve Corps, and then now one that's being built in right near Forest Park. Mm-hmm. There's more rooms in hospitals than there ever has been before. And again, one of the things I love about this the most, man, is that if your family needs help and needs a place to stay, you're going to get it at Ronald McDonald House. Yeah. If you've got $5 a night, that's what it's going to cost you. If you've got 50 that's what it's going to cost you. But the, all of the money that we raise over the next 28 hours... 
allows that to happen. And, um, you know, man, it, it, uh, it, 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 it's just amazing to me to see folks do this every year. Like every year, we keep thinking to ourselves, we can't. We can't raise more. We can't. And then we do. Yeah. And uh, so it's just been something that, uh, that that has meant a lot for me, and I, I can't wait to see uh, what we can do this year. Well, you've done, I mean, over the past 14 years, you've raised so much money and have done so much for... For that organization. Hey, man. I think it's a we, though, man. Like, it's a collective we because the listeners are donating the money and the businesses are donating the money. And then you guys are not only, and this is so, not only are you keeping me sane, but dudes, like, I look forward to tomorrow morning after I've been on the air for 20 hours so that we can do whatever it is well, that we I, do. I also can't wait to walk in at 3 o'clock in the morning and say, hey, Donnie, you alive? Yeah, how you doing? How you doing, Donnie? Pick me up. Right. And you're barely conscious. Well, but but about the time I see you guys is when I get either like my second or third wind. Yeah. And that's like when it kind of starts to, to, to you know, the, the end starts to kind of feel like it's well, near. Well, Rafe is going to donate some uh, I'm going to uh, leave you some of this, this exploder, exploder, dude. Just in case. If you need a little pep. If you get to dire straits, take a half a scoop, put it in some water. It is illegal in 15 states. Yeah. Oh. But, you need to put a note on there that says, but do, it not, is, do not open till 3 a.m. Yeah. Do not open till 3 a.m. If you do that is, now, you are setting yourself up for trouble. It is made in a laboratory setting, labs with a Z. And, oh, uh, good. That is, definitely oh, makes good. me feel better. It is approved by a doctor called the Mad Chemist. So... Oh. It, <laughs> I thought uh, that was a DJ. I think you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, you'll be all right. I think you'll be fine. You'll be good, man. Yeah. You'll be fine. I'll leave you a little yeah, bag. That's Chemical some... Brothers, isn't it? Well, I, you know, for every scoop you take, it shaves three months off your life, but that's okay. It's worth it. It's worth it. three months at the it's end. For the kids. At the end of your life. At the end of your life. All right, so the Radiothon begins in just a couple minutes here. Uh, $35 if you want to have a song played on the air. 35 $135 if you want to get your business plugged on the air. Correct. Operators are standing by. Hey, just so you know, with the business thing, that is so huge. And I am still using probably half a dozen businesses that I learned of because of the yep. Donnie Radio uh, Radio it, thought right it, here. It gives ch biz businesses that might not have an opportunity to necessarily have a regular advertising schedule here get their name out. And we do, you know, we put it up on the website as well. So, you know, you kind of got it from a couple of different angles. But again, folks, uh, whatever we can do, l let's go. Let's friggin' do it. Let's let's roll. So, uh, phone banks open? Uh, as f I mean, they will be shortly. If they are not, they will be in the Center next minute or right two. Right now, 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. Let's get those donations coming in. Let's go. go. Here we go. Here we go. All right, before, go, Daddy, before go. we get out of here, today's uh, Pappy's Recappy. It's brought to you by Pappy Smokehouse, celebrating 15 years locally owned but world famous. Two locations, including Highway 70 and Mid-Rivers Mid -Rivers Mall Drive in St. Peter's. Everything we covered on the show today, lots of sports. We had a perfect game in the MLB. Uh, Fall Out Boy just released an updated cover, an updated version of an old Billy Joel cover, and uh, I can't believe it, but uh, Riz actually played it. See what we thought of it. Crap on celebrities. Riz News. Be aware that brown recluse spiders are moving in because those temps are going up. Check out all the detail. Uh, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Today the podcast is uh, She Clears the Shame Away. Did <laughs> you forget about Freak of the Week? Freak of the Week as well. Oh, yes, of course. Freak of the Week. It is Thursday, and Freak of the Week is uh, it's up for voting at R-I-Z-Z Show on Twitter. All right. Thank you, Moon. Uh, without further ado, we leave you with a selection for our team members member of the day. Actually, we, we're Captain Jim's tonight. Come see us. Captain yeah. Jim's. Yeah. 
Uh, team Riz, remember the day brought to you by Hot Shots. Proud sponsor, Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. From Cape Girardeau, the birthday boy, Adam Topping, is our team. Yeah, Riz Adam, birthday. happy birthday. The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.